0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, as long as it's all good, we want to welcome you to the House That Happens, sponsored by Shoey's Bar and Grill, the biggest dive bar in the GTA, voted four times best by everybody that likes to go out to find a place where good sports and good things are happening. But we come to Shoey's mostly because we keep the vibe alive. Hi, my name is Cruz.
1: And I'm Andrew Milani. And we're
0: here to give you the insidious, iconic, and ironic things that happen in this silly thing we call sports. How you doing, buddy?
1: Good. A good New Year. How about, you, how about yourself?
0: I thought it was pretty good. I would, I would say, outstanding. I, I did have to work a couple of days, anytime you got to work through the holidays, it kind of discombobulates the scotch to weed mm-hmm. to music. Consortium, so to speak. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, yeah. I had to work through the holidays, too, so I <laughs> get what you're saying completely.
0: Even though the we have not been on the air for about three weeks and a lot has happened in that time, but mm-hmm. before we get to all the insanity that has gone on, we should recognize a few things that have gone on in the year 2022, especially in this great country of ours called Canada, which lets me give a big shout-out to the tennis players that won the Davis Cup. First time ever in history. Of yep. tennis, our boys won the Davis Cup. Felix, um, OJ, Dennis, yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. they all went out there, did a great job, and uh, it's it's funny because people aren't really talking enough about it. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like,
1: that one really got swept under the rug. I think it was a lot to do with the World Cup going on at that time. That kind of sucked up all the
0: headlines. Otherwise, I think that would have gotten a lot. I think bigger. it should have got more because even yeah. sometimes I've noticed after the majors, you know, they have that big tournament where they bring over the eight best tennis players mm-hmm. and they yeah, round yeah, it the up final, yeah. to that final. And sometimes I don't, I find that doesn't get broadcast enough. And sometimes that could be the best tennis of the world. But y-
1: yeah, they never really advertise that, do they?
0: No, it's bigger in Europe and it's bigger in South America. I hear. I don't know why, but I still say congratulations to our boys for bringing home the Davis Cup. Yes, Anytime sir. you bring a ring, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I gotta love that. Anybody else that catch your eye that won something this year?
1: Uh, you gotta give a big shout out to. well, uh, I'm gonna say first of all to uh, Kale McCarr. You know, big uh, achievement for him winning the Norris and the Conn Smythe Trophy, the third player to do so.
0: Which is amazing. Yeah. Which, which. Look at his company. Aren't we talking? Bobby Orr and Nick Lidstrom. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow! I'd like to be That's in that. I, I'll, I'll take. I'll join that club anytime. So that and and uh, it's interesting because that also that coincided with Colorado winning this the uh, Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. However, we will be talking a little bit later about where the situation of the Colorado Avalanche. Maybe they're having a little bit of a hangover, but we'll get to that on yeah, the hockey bit of a shirt. Tough
1: title defense. We'll talk about that uh, later I, on the hockey segment, of course. But
0: anyways, our our athlete of the year was related to hockey, I do believe. What was her name?
1: Uh, Marie-Philippe Poulin, the captain of our women's team.
0: Yes. I'd... Won the,
1: uh, the newly-titled Northern Star Award, not the Lou Marsh anymore. Oh, okay, okay, wait
0: a second here. We, we, you know what? Anybody that sits in the house that happens here, we do have a little disparity in age. It doesn't matter. Mr. Milani is a well-versed, outstanding young man. But listen, you know who Lou Marsh was? He put so much forward for sports in this country. What did he do wrong, really? What did there, he do It was do something wrong? about
1: racism or something. I don't know. Really? I haven't been able to find anything specific, though. So Someone did. Okay. So I this- haven't looked too hard to okay, be Okay, so about. here is
0: my objective. Somewhere in the next month, let's just say by March 1st, I'm going to figure out why they took this away from Lou Marsh. And Mike, I'm going to start a campaign right here in the house that happens that I want to bring back the name, the Lou Marsh Trophy, and skip this goddamn North Star shit. What did he do? How many years ago was this? Okay, you know what? You know what? I'm going to say something. It's a little off-base. Do you know Lincoln had slaves? Yeah. Okay, so did. Lincoln, didn't he free the slaves? Yeah. Okay, so he had a little bit of... What do you say, an adjustment in time where, okay, you know what's happening? So I'm going to go that I'm really getting tired of this, um, uh, what do you say, cancel culture. Yeah. Okay. Lou Marsh isn't here to defend himself. So I, as a man of color, probably did not get in line with maybe some of the things that Lou Marsh said when I wasn't alive sure okay you know what i'm going to put it however is it going to balance his contributions to the advancement of athletics in canada i don't want that to be ignored right and and you know and no north star no north star i don't know any north stars i think of caesar maniego and the minnesota north stars (laughs) sure you know that little logo with the star i think of north star when did we become american by the way oh man
1: Canada's always kind of been an American we should, junior, we, we should not. We should not be. We should be
0: Canada first. In any event, as you can see, I'm not impressed at all with them changing the name to Lumar's Trophy. So anybody that wants to come here to the house that happens and wants to give me your new view on why that pews, we'll talk about that at a later time. But um, speaking of things that have, uh, what would you say that were a little bit different in the year? We would be amiss if we didn't. Shout out to Lionel Messi.
1: Yeah, big uh Winning his first World Cup, absolutely yeah. massive. That's this puts him in like true goat. Does it uh, the conversation? Yeah, this arguably makes him the goat. Okay, yeah, and- just because of, like how much he's won it, like on the club level. Now he's got international trophies as well, which was where the the Copa America and the World Cup were the only two things he was missing. And then now, bam, bam, he got them both too. So. He's okay. won the Ballon d'Or so many times. Like, I don't oh, know. yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. I agree on that. So should we – well, we then we should have pause here and maybe we'll have a quick moment of silence because the king of soccer, recently deceased Pele, mm-hmm. I'm sure that the people in Brazil might give you an argument <laughs> over, over that because didn't they, they had Maradona, now they got – Argentina, they had Maradona, yep. now they got Messi, correct? Yep. Anyways, God bless Pele and the advancement that he made in soccer. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I'm, I even heard the discussion the other day, some some people around my age. Like, you got to go back to the 70s. Like, I, the only thing I knew about soccer was Pele and Georgia Chinchiglia. I think i yeah, mentioned The New York it.
1: Cosmos. The New York Cosmos, yeah. yeah.
0: And I did go to a couple of games, the Toronto. Toronto Blizzard. The Toronto Blizzard. <laughs> to tell you, full disclosure, I used to whip the goalie. One guy, if you go check the record there, there was a guy that played for them named Pasquale DeLuca. And there was another guy named Sven. He was the goalie. I used to whip their asses on the squash court all the really? time. No word of a lie. Full disclosure. And they came down to play me because they wanted to stay in shape because squash was a type of sport where the fast go inside yeah. out. not. But I would say I played those guys at least a dozen times because to tell you the truth, we all lived in the same apartment building that had a squash court hmm. and a gym. There you go. So I used to school – Old school guys, which is way off topic. It's just we're talking about maybe Messi should be considered the to, goat. He could be considered, and considering that the goat has just deceased. Yes, you know what I mean. I,
1: crazy timing, right?
0: Crazy, crazy. And then time.
1: his and his big uh, competitor for this generation's goat, whatever you want to put it, runs off to Saudi Arabia. Sellout. Yeah, it took Sell the money and ran. Sellout.
0: Do you call that a sellout? How old <laughs> is Ronaldo now? Yeah, everyone knows up there. Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. He's up there. Okay, so but th- th- does he need that extra
1: money though? He's already like stupid rich. I don't know. He, Keith that is Richards a said,
0: "Doesn't matter how much you have when someone offers you a little extra bread, do you say no? No, you're Italian. You know what bread's <laughs> all about. Come on. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at it this way. If, if I don't know the lifestyle he lives." I don't know the... We can guess. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, because some of the women have said some things, but that's another story. So we're not living his lifestyle for the last 15 years, and I don't know. Um, I don't even own a car. Maybe he owns a fleet of Lamborghinis. How do you maintain that if he lives till he's 80?
1: <laughs> Who says he's got to keep all that? I don't know, but he, let's face it—he didn't go there. It, it wasn't a soccer decision. He's not going there to further his career.
0: Why not? Who says?
1: Who's the Saudi League? Who's playing there? Who do they play against? No one knows they these play things. Play on
0: sand? Is he? <laughs> there we go. We don't know that either. <laughs> Listen, it's the same thing. It's—it's it's, what do they call it? It's becoming a little bit of a 2022 will become the year known as sports washing. Is that or cleansing? Sports washing. Okay, what they're saying is that. Saudi Arabia has got oh, the Live Tour, and they're, they're, they're digging into all these places. Oh, yeah, so they got
1: that, F1 there. Right? The, uh, yes, yeah.
0: okay. So they've now – so as money is supposed to wash over the human rights issues and the – what would you say? A lot of things that we do normally – in our great country called Canada does not go on in Saudi Arabia
1: I mean that's a kind of a yes and no answer I mean the sports the the diehards are obviously going to maybe like turn a blind eye because they got to see everything right but there's always going to be those people who are like oh I'm not going to watch because it's there but like those people aren't really, like, the diehards who are saying this. We know this, right?
0: Okay. Well, then another thing is I'm saying that, um, historically speaking, some of the things that went on in the World Cup in Qatar this year were some of the greatest in the history of the game. I agree. World Cup. Okay. This, was, what,
1: this was probably the greatest World Cup, like, oh, boy, maybe since uh, Germany 06. Maybe a little bit biased there because Italy won. But Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: uh, that That's full disclosure. I like that. But the bottom line is all I've heard about now is, like, are people going to say, but it was in Qatar? Like, my wife, my wife who knows about a half an ounce of water sports knowledge. I shouldn't say that. She knows who Patrick Mahomes is. She knows who John sure. Marat is. Okay. But anyways, she has decided, like, I, if I was those people, I wouldn't watch the World Cup. It was in Qatar. Do you know what goes on in Qatar? Like, I'm not saying that I gave my wife a backhand or anything. And I'm just saying, what, oh do, you, God, I hope what do you know? Well, okay, sorry, girls. That was just a joke. Anyways, um, I said, what do you know? And then she spewed forth a million human rights violations that went on in Qatar, which you constantly heard. I've heard editorials in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I've heard other athletes say, oh, I don't know if I would go there, blah, 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 blah. So do we now try to, uh, how would I put it? We're going to look away from the fact that the quality of the games were some of the best in the history of World Cup because it was played in Qatar?
1: No, you can't do If you're a sports fan, I think you're doing yourself a huge disservice by, you know, turning a blind eye to that. Oh, I think it
0: would be nuts. Yeah. Okay, so listen, uh, another thing is the word of the new year, full disclosure. I'm not a soccer fan by any means. You well know that. <laughs> we know, yes. Okay, okay. but here's <laughs> the deal. I think I watched more World Cup this year than I've watched any time in my life, turning 64. And one of the things was, is I, I will never forget one of the games, is which didn't, wasn't even there, the Brazil-Croatian game, for example. People don't even talk about that game. That game was was, amazing. That was crazy. That was an absolutely stunner of a game. Um, I think when the Japanese beat... Oh, who did the Japanese beat? I forget. I seen that game and I went. Germany. Yeah, that's yeah. It. there was another great game when the Japanese beat Germany. I'm going, whoa, this is a crazy game. Then another thing is when England and France went oh, to yeah. war.
1: Yeah, we were watching that here at Chewy's.
0: Exactly, and I ended up staying and watching the rest of the game. I still feel, feel sorry for Harry Kane, but Harry Kane, guess what? I'm not saying you're a loser, but you have oh. some. he's got some stains <laughs> in his underwear.
1: Uh, I saw a graphic <laughs> the other day. It was like Harry Kane 10 years ago showing that he's got like you know, zero World Cups whatever, like nothing, right? It's like, oh, what does he have now? It's just like one thing that he's got. It's like yeah, The rest is still zero.
0: Oh, and, and, and you know what? He's had some very big moments in big tournaments. and he like Oh, he's got a
1: history of choking. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's,
0: that's going to be too bad. But I don't think he should have taken the second shot, the second penalty shot.
1: I think you should take him, but he, like he, the way he handled it, I'll stand by it was just so terrible. Oh he, like he placed the ball down, was like looking at it for two minutes. It's like that's oh, not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to like hold on to it for as long as you can and then like basically right when the referee kinda gives you the go, bye you bye. Put it down, then you like back up and that to wind up and then you go. So you don't even think about your shot. Now like you're staring at the ball like, Well remember he yeah, had the scotch in his overthink- hand and he was yeah. putting a cigarette yeah, out. Yeah, I yeah. said,
0: Buddy, what are you shooting? Uh, you know what I mean? I remember yeah. I was watching it with you, and I looked because I thought, "Is this guy taking a little bit long? Take the shot." Well, it wasn't
1: that. It was he didn't have. The, it was the referee that was still going over things with the players, being like, "Hey, with like whatever, whichever." That's that's okay. that's the game, right? Yeah. But like Harry Kane should be like, okay. Like I'm I'm going to hold on to this ball. You know, there's like there's or like maybe the, or even just shoot go, the mother. Right? <laughs> no, no, but he didn't have to go ahead by the ref though. That's the problem, right? Okay. He's still like doing his rounds, right? You then maybe after the referee goes to rounds, you go back, kind of readjust the ball quote unquote, right? You know, just to kind of like get back into the rhythm. Then you back up and, you know, take the shot. But you just spent like two minutes looking at it. I've seen that. Oh, that's time to overthink, and you're just going to psych yourself out. I
0: thought that was the drama of the sport. Isn't the soccer all about the stupid <laughs> dramas that they create in the isn't, middle of Isn't zone? all sports about drama? Oh, uh, yeah, that's because it becomes a TV show. But I will also say this about the World Cup. I found that there was very early in the tournament a couple of guys that hit the ground or did some spins, and I noticed that the referees looked the other way and yeah. kept on going. So I'm thinking, is that preparing them because the next World Cup is in North America, and North Americans – like myself Mm -hmm. an avid I, i i and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna blow my own horn right here i don't know many people that watch more sports than i do i'm an avid sports guy so i'm but i'm not a world cup guy soccer guy okay but i am um interested in the quality of the games at the highest level Okay, so I'm going to play a tune to the World Cup. So I paid more attention to this World Cup than I've done most in my life. We've already established that. Now it's coming to North America. And let's shout out to our Canadian boys who scored a goal, who I'm going to kick myself in the head because very early in the career of house that happens, I said I should put money down. At one point it was, what, 100 to 1 that we'd score a goal?
1: Oh geez, I don't even know. Oh,
0: it was something or eighty to one. It was something ridiculous. Why didn't I put my hundred bucks down in Vegas, right there? I should have
1: put money on that too.
0: Exactly, and it's, and we knew they were going to play Croatia. We knew that they were going to score, but that's let, let's not get away from it. What what I'm, my initial point is, which is this: I thought the flopping was down.
1: 100%. You should tell me. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so, too.
0: I think I thought... And that's something soccer
1: should get serious about, especially uh, you brought up the North American point. exactly Because here, like, we, we, we don't like that very no, much in soccer. No, no, no. And, then, like, the way our international players in like, our leagues, like, it, it is a little bit more of a physical league, you know, the MLS and CONCACAF itself, right? So, I don't mind that. No, I don't mind that either. Okay,
0: you know, the little bit of tackling goes on. I'm not saying, like, take the guy's head off, but... Um, that's why I'm wondering is perhaps maybe knowing that the next World Cup is in North America... So the big American corporations that usually drive football, NBA, hockey, et cetera, Mm -hmm. knowing this is how that that sports is played, um, I don't think a lot of um, North Americans will cop to when they see a guy jumping through the air and going down. Because you know what happens to the floppers in the NBA?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I mean? And speaking of floppers, we will discuss this. Like, remember the name Vladdy Divac? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, but we'll bring that up that. Is. Okay, well, we'll discuss that in the NBA portion. We Remember bringing up flopping then, okay? okay. But in any event, um, it, we got a little bit off track here, but this is how things went in 2022. If you want to put a signature on it, it is the Saudi money washing their society so that yeah. they can bring world-class events to their nation.
1: You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, a lot of those are the Middle Eastern countries, yeah, Saudi Arabia and Qatar specifically, yeah.
0: Well, who's got who's got um, bankrolls that are that deep? Keep that in mind, be at the end of the show because I want to bring it up about deep pockets. San Francisco Giants, New York Mets, oh yeah, Rogers keep that in our back pocket when we're talking about how money is spent but is there anything else in 2022 that particularly got your attention that you thought was outstanding i'm saying that the contracts to baseball players are, are are really really outrageous and are we putting baseball in a position where it's broken well, well 2022 there's gonna be another the strike
1: year? there's gonna, or like a lockout or something do you think so yeah it's, it's getting ridiculous well, this, this isn't sustainable. Okay, so now any end in sight.
0: Okay, so let's let's put it this way. If baseball is broken, I'm going to say the year not 22. What did 2022 bring to us? It, it changed the name of the Lou Marsh. That pissed me off. OK. It brought soccer to Qatar which I'm not saying I'm on the fence about, but I'm going to say I accepted the quality of Mm -hmm. the games, which I will not forget, which is the reason why we watch sports. So we'll call it sports watching. And number three is, are we destroying baseball right in front of us?
1: I – by destroying baseball I mean like We're getting rid of the shifts I
0: don't like that Oh okay That that There's another thing Okay <laughs> So let's Not go That's there Because now we're going to go problem. Okay so now we got analytics again And in the world 2022 Can we please have a master On the wall That Cruz believes That analytics is wrecking sports Not making it better But, I see, but, but I you I
1: agree s- That they shouldn't get rid Of the shift though
0: no, I don't think they should okay. get rid of the shift, okay? Because then players should learn to hit the other spots. Yeah. Let's just get be better players. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, one thing you have to know that's inherent about baseball, and I've been watching Ken Burns' series again. Oh, I love that. No, love me that. too. Okay, so I've been trying to watch more of Ken Burns' things. And even going back to um, just, say, around pre-World War, in between wars, in between World War I and World War II, what was going on in baseball then? Baseball owners were trying to buy... The player at the biggest money, it was still um, the highest bidder wins. Okay, be careful about who's gambling Mm -hmm. on the game and the product on the field. So let's go back to 1922. That's what was happening. This is 2022. And who was playing in 1922? Babe Ruth, um, Ty Cobb. Sure. All of those mofos of the time. So it's 100 years later. And what's the fight? Who gets the most money, the quality on the field, and the owner with the biggest money? Not much has changed. <laughs> Not much has changed at all. And that's why baseball is the... the which they declared about 100 years ago. It is the national pastime. Like, they went to war and said, no, no, we still got to have baseball. That's part of the national pastime. Yeah. That's how intense it is. But what I'm saying is that... What is happening? Is baseball really regionalized? Has it become regionalized?
1: I think so. On a okay. national level, like, no one cares about baseball. Relatively, I should say.
0: Okay, but now... Um, but everybody was talking about two things in the offseason, two contracts, Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa. Why were they talking about both those contracts? First of all, because Judge's is the biggest contract ever. Well,
1: yeah, and, and his story coming off the 60 home run campaign. Which is right? a beat sixty two.
0: Which is which they would say is a no-drug home run record that stood sure. for 60 years basically <laughs> sure. because when did Roger Maris do this 1961 or something okay yeah. yeah so we're talking about a long period of time and and of course judge didn't juice and neither did maris so I'm still saying Barry Bonds broke the record. I mean, holds, oh yeah, holds 100%. We, we can't change that. But I we're we're, we're talking, my point is about the whole money and his baseball broken, and Jeff Passan was saying about it. And if you don't know who Jeff Passan is, please look him up. He's an amazing baseball guy in the States. But what he's saying is that where it affects is this, and I say even though Toronto's a big market city, what happens as soon as the Blue Jays is over, um, who watches baseball? You and I? Yeah. Okay, so let's just say uh, there's 1,000 Blue Jay fans on the bat flip game in a bar. That time Jose Batista hit the home run and they had the bat yep. thing. Okay? Yep. We lose the series, we go home. Okay, so the next weekend, it's uh, now the seventh game of the pe- the team that beat us, which could be Texas, and the Yankees going okay. to go for the World Series. Of those 1,000 Blue Jay fans that watched the bat flip game in the bar, how many of them are going to be next week watching the Texas Yankee game? Like 10. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. that's worse. So that's me and you, my son, a couple of his buddies, a couple of his... So what happened to those other 900 fans? Don't care. Okay, so that's my point. When you get to places like um, Idaho, um, uh, Lawrence, Kansas, um, I don't know, Bethel, Pennsylvania. Sure. These are great baseball little towns, right? And then they hope that they are the minor league towns. They're the Bill Durham towns. Okay, and those people are feverantly still believing in baseball. But what's the opportunity of the Pittsburgh Pirates getting back to the World Series anytime soon? When's the... What's another team? When's the Florida Marlins? But they—they're they, a little different. They're not in the traditional markets like. Um... Well, that organization's also just a fucking mess. Oh, I agree. That—that's that's why Jeter bailed out, took his money and oh, ran. Yeah. Okay, so but I'm talking about like the Cincinnati teams. Oakland's in huge trouble. Oakland's oh, well, going to yeah. Vegas in a matter of time. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that. What's going to happen is it's centralized. Is that the way it should be? America says it should be. And, and, and the great Tony Kornheiser said he loves Steve Cohen because he said America really loves dynasties and everybody loves dynasties. So, for example, you've got the David and Goliath. Isn't yeah. that what sports is all about? Oh, absolutely. Steve Cohen, is he the new Goliath?
1: Oh, from, from The Mets. The Mets. I mean, I guess so. He wants to turn that team into a powerhouse, and it looks like he's stopping What he's trying
0: to do is he wants to sodomize frickin' the Yankees in Times Square is what I think he's (laughs) trying to do. Trying to
1: be the king of New York. Oh,
0: there's no doubt about it. Now, but what my point is, how is that affecting the Cincinnati Reds or the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Milwaukee Brewers? Oh, Or the Cleveland Indians? Sure. Okay, so those teams are going to have to fight. Oakland A's, which is we got Billy Bean and Moneyball, which we've had forever. Yeah. Okay, and, and and you can develop that way. Sure. But in the long run, what is it going to do for the whole Chia baseball, which we just said? If your team loses, then you're not going to pay attention. So if your team never wins, you're not going to pay attention? For example, what's the attendance in Pittsburgh? What's the attendance in Cincinnati? Not good. Okay, so those teams that are traditionally, you talk about the big red machine. You talk about we are family, the history of base of of, of, of of baseball as it is, and the things that you watch every week, and the Ken Burns shows, and all mm-hmm. of that. Are we destroying that?
1: I, 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 the thing I, I'm wondering though is like the luxury tax situation. How much are these teams earning from that? Is it enough to like offset that? Because that's what that's
0: there for. Steve Cohen is going to pay enough. Luxury tax. That's going to be bigger than the salaries of what? They're saying maybe 14 teams? How many teams in baseball? 30-something? 30, 30, yeah. Okay, 30. Okay. So his luxury tax is going to be more than the salaries of whole teams. I think it's 14 teams. I don't wow. know if it's 14. That sounds a lot. But let's just count off the top of your head. Pittsburgh. Cincinnati. Oakland. Milwaukee. Arizona. Uh, there's five right there. Florida. Six. Uh, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. There's seven. Um, anyone else you can think of on the top of Kansas your head? Kansas City maybe? Kansas City. There we yep. go. There's eight right there. Off the top of our head and we haven't even studied this. <laughs> so right now Steve Cohen is going to play more in um, luxury tax than eight teams we can name. Out. None of those teams like he's going to pay 90 to 100 million. That's insane. Okay, so are, you, are any of these teams going to have a 100 million dollar payroll? <laughs> Definitely not. Okay, so is this good for the game of baseball? I mean, if
1: they turn out to be, what well, if they turn out to be like a dynasty team.
0: With oh, the Mets? Yeah. Then I'm saying then everybody says, God bless America. Because that's what it is. Isn't that what it's all yeah, about? Yeah, that's,
1: that's how it's going to turn. It's it's going to live and die on how these teams turn out to be. Because if they end up like being like these good teams, then, hey, that's not bad. But if they end up just being like these teams that like, you know, losing the first round of the playoffs every year. Then you suck. Yeah, and it's that's bad for the game.
0: Why? Because you bought this big team and they didn't make it? Yeah. So would not make the would not balance the playing field out. Does not make this Cincinnati and Pittsburgh save? "Oh, we have I mean, to do I, is make what? it." You know what?
1: Maybe you're right. Then maybe the, even them just being like the bad guy that could be good for the league too. I guess. Right.
0: I, I'm, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with the dynasty. And, when, and look at the Dodgers have only won how many World Series in the last ten years? Yeah, just that one. Just the one. So you know what I'm saying? I think that that element keeps it alive. It's like in soccer a few years ago. Like remember when they said they were gonna make all these super teams in soccer and oh, that got yeah, yeah. That squashed. Was like, yeah, yeah. How why did that get squashed? Because a little town that I've never heard of in England won something big. What was the name of that team? Leicester Le- City. Leicester City. Okay. Yeah. I knew it started with an L. Okay, that's the Pittsburgh Pirates of North America. That's the Kansas City Royals of North America. You know what, team? I'm saying that those teams still have the opportunity to win. I'm saying within 10 years, they won't have a chance to win because a lot of these teams are going to fold, in my opinion. Because if the ratings have gone down, eventually when the new contract comes up, that means the advertisers are saying, I'm not paying this much for the advertisement on your program. Because the ratings are down. And ratings are driving everything because ultimately it's just a bunch of TV shows, right? Yep. We're correct? So, my point is this. I think that baseball is in huge, huge trouble. I don't want it to have a salary cap, though. Does that no, make no, me no, no, a, no. a hypocrite?
1: No. No, that doesn't.
0: You know what I mean? Because they say that's what we're going to talk about the NFL. The NFL has the hardest cap in the league. In any- Harder
1: than the NHL.
0: Harder than... oh the NFL, you can cut players,
1: though. That's the thing, right? Oh,
0: yeah. There's no guaranteed contracts. That's the difference between... Because uh, now the NHL salary cap is looking like the hardest due to the fact that they just can't cut players. No, the,
1: the NHL, it's like the only reason why, like... whatever. Or sorry, I should say the only reason why... <laughs> Like if we have these teams, like the Leafs, trying to find all these loopholes, is just because like how hard it is, and like it's just like firm, and like there's no way around things. Just like it is what it is.
0: Okay, agreed. but I think they gotta loosen it up somewhere along the line.
1: Yeah, you gotta do like an NBA, like a bird rule, or like a mid-level exception, like that kind of thing, right? Oh,
0: there has to be something. To Even add
1: a little bit of a luxury tax. Like I, I think the way the NBA does their salary cap is is fantastic. I okay, love, I love theirs.
0: Okay, I'll, then we should adapt that more in the NHL. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's because you're a Leaf fan, and you know that would just rogers would just pour money into that that would help the habs too though oh i agree i'm just saying i'm not i'm not saying that we don't have money up in montreal i'm not saying that either are are you not the third most valuable
1: it's always toronto montreal new york they're always fighting each other for the most Uh, valuable team uh,
0: okay and i and i'll accept that along the way and i'm i'm saying with that is that you can still compete you know what I mean? Because I, I'm saying ultimately, in the house that happens, what we want to talk about is what goes on inside the lines. Yes. That's what's most important to us. And the quality of what goes on between the lines. And I'm saying, once upon a time, I would say baseball was my favorite sport. And sometimes I still think it is because I believe it's a cerebral game. You know what I mean? It's an individual, it's a team sport that is based on strictly individual accomplishments. Yep. You know what I mean and there's no other sport that you can quite say is like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hockey team has to move together. Football, maybe human. maybe basketball a little bit. Well, that's only because you can have one guy take over at one point in time and do it yeah. and, and and go that way. But as we we were rolling down our, um, our our things about what we thought about in 2022, we will keep that in our back pocket. Like we said, the washing, we will talk. We 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 definitely want to keep that in mind. Congratulations on the World Cup, even though it was in Qatar and the crushing of baseball. But um, it would be remiss of us. If we did not discuss the what happens in the world of sports, we had something that went on on Monday night that changed a lot of the way that we take a look at sports, and that was the Damar Hanlon injury on Monday night football. Would you agree? Yeah,
1: 100%. A really scary sight in uh, Cincinnati. He had to be resuscitated twice, once uh, once on the field and once in hospital, I believe. He had a breathing tube, just scary stuff. Scary stuff. Life and death. It's not what uh, sports should be about,
0: but exactly. everything kind of had to slow down. Exactly. Now, what has happened in, in the most important thing that people have to understand is this. It appears that the young man is on his way to a complete recovery. That doesn't mean he's going to play football ever again. No. But to be able to function like you and I every day in life, it appears that he's going to be able to have that opportunity, thank God, because he is only 23 years old.
1: Yeah, which is fantastic news because like i remember the morning after getting news it's like oh he's getting better a little bit and it's like you're still thinking like fuck shit you know like yeah this is a human being here exactly well
0: the best the first thing i said to my wife when i heard it when they said they came out and said his neurological capacity seems to be in order and i said that's exactly it because basically he was on life support Mm -hmm. you know no and nobody wants to use those words anymore on tv because they're so drastic but let's cut to the chase people the man was in critical condition Okay, they had to revive yep. him twice. He was on life support. We don't even know if he's going to be anything more than a houseplant if you want to be that harsh about it. And here he is coming all the way back. Yep. That is just amazing. And what I, what, the, re, the reason I want to allude to this subject, what, um, what, um, Demar Hanlon has opened is a can of worms of about a thousand different a- angles that go on in this crazy world we call sports. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, first of all, we have the conundrum now just about does one man stop a monolith becomes the question. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know what I'm saying. And if you want to look at it, no man stops a monolith, but we had to take pause for the humanitarian. Moment with which we've seen in America, like this, galvanized the whole country. It galvanized, like when I got up in the morning, I was checking. Seriously, I was checking, and I'm not a God-fearing man, but at whatever positive energy that I could, could bear, that I've said, if you could throw it out there, and it comes behind whatever else that it's going to be, yeah. I was severely hoping for this young guy. And when it happened, I felt truly relieved. You know what I mean? And what and what what effect does this man have in my life, really? doesn't pay any mortgage, doesn't put any gas in my car, I still have to go to work on Monday. Sure. But I was, my, my thoughts when I woke up, when I was having my first cup of coffee was, I wonder how Demar is, let's go check on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there was a certain humanitarian element that was created that I thought sports brought together for at least six seconds. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because now that we're down the road, look at all the little things that we're going to have to talk about that this one man did affect, which includes possibly home field advantage in the NFL
1: playoffs. Yeah, the AFC championship game specifically, uh, one of the top three most important games in all the year.
0: Oh, no, 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 my favorite favorite thing on football is championship Sunday, not the Super Bowl. It's always been for everybody. Cause oh, yeah. i, I go back since I was a kid. The NFC-AFC Championship team, sometimes especially when you went into like some of the 80s, 90s games where the Super Bowls were, were done by halftime. The, uh, the AFC-NFC Championship games were there. So the question is a lot of people have said we have to be very careful about um, thinking about the family, the humanitarian issue, and nobody wants to be insensitive to anything. You know what I mean? Because, Most people don't want to be. Okay, but I'm saying now, okay, we're not going to bring up Skip Bayless because that's another story. No. But I think we should have a huge shout out to Ryan Clark. If you ever do get to hear the house that happens, I've never heard a man who was an ex-football player who had a serious a in, uh, injury thing happen to him because of a conditioned That affects sickle cell anemia, that if you're Mm -hmm. in high altitudes, he took a chance, collapsed on the field. So he did have a real-life experience where he was one of the guys that got carted off the field. Yeah, I just want to shout out to him how eloquently he explained the position of a football player who his whole life is to dream to get on the field, and you know you are taking the risk. Mm -hmm. You never believe that you're going to take the risk of your life, but this has happened. Okay? Now we're on this side of the fence. We do want to get back to the... Who was Not who was right or who was wrong. The positioning of this, should the game have been played? Personally, I'm I, I'm glad they canceled the game.
1: Yeah, I'm glad, too. There was no way, like, like, in terms of, like, rescheduling it for midweek, that just would have been a disaster.
0: I'm thinking about the players, too, and their psyches. Yeah. I heard that the greatest thing that happened was, and um, somebody in the Buffalo organization didn't tell the team, but when they were all in the dressing room, they brought in the screen and they brought the Zoom. Yeah. So they had the one-minute Zoom with the guy, from his hospital yeah, room, Yeah, I cannot believe the sense of euphoria that was probably generated in the in the that room. Yeah, in that moment. In that moment, which is making me take Buffalo on the eight points on Sunday. Does that make me insensitive? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that I don't think so. I think we know they're going to be fired up after that. Of course. So gonna, what I, they're going to want to do it for him. Okay, and do not it for Hamlin.
0: Okay, exactly. And now let's take it one step further. If Buffalo wins that game, then they have claims to. The The number number one one seed in the AFC, which is what about the Kansas City Chiefs when they win on Sunday? Don't they have a? Oh, yeah. And what about the Cincinnati Bengals that said, well, we were winning 7-3 at the time? Sure. Okay. Do they have an argument? A little bit. They do. Oh, I'm going to say that I, w- I would have gone to the fifth inning rule. And they and if, and considering the fifth inning in the baseball game, what, what were they in context of the moon? They were what? Maybe in the top of the third? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> when the injury went down. So I can't – sorry, Cincinnati, I can't give you the game because – now, if it was um, six minutes in the fourth quarter, we might have a different mm-hmm. argument, okay? So – now i'm saying damar what would you be saying that you're up what he has done is that i don't think we can we we can really shift everything because as we were talking pre-show look at the financial um i don't want to say obligations i would say the commerce let's look at the amount of commerce this one man kind of put him in position like i i've heard this altered yeah altered okay they said they could move everything one week because they have that bye week. Yeah, before the Super Bowl. Before the Super Bowl. So what they could do is they could have the bye week and uh, they can move everything so next week they could play the game. Yeah. And that means everybody would have two weeks off before the playoffs started. Don't you notice the quality of football games on Thursday night? What's the quality of football games on Thursday night? Usually not great. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to give these guys a chance to have two weeks off before we start the playoffs. What were the quality of those football games, <laughs> which are de- um, life and death? I mean, oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean that. But I mean our do-or-die games, sure. sudden-death games. Okay, so now everybody's healthier. They've had two weeks to prepare. It's kind of like those college games. okay. Um, So wouldn't we be saying that we'd be doing the fans a favor if we bump the bye week and say the quality of the games will be better because the players are better prepared? Uh, These minor aches and pains that they've been dealing with all season have an extra week to get healed?
1: It's also a rest versus rust discussion too, don't you think?
0: Uh, I didn't want to bring that up because I'm going to say, what do you mean rust? It's football. They're just doing more reps.
1: Yeah, but these guys are creatures of habit. Okay. We, the guys coming off bye weeks aren't all. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to come out better because you're because you had that extra week off.
0: Ask Andy Reid. He's never lost a game after a bye week in the history of his career. Andy <laughs> Reid might tell you a different story. What? Where was the okay. rest there? You know what I mean? That that's that's a rest 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 argument. Uh, well, we, you know what? We will in a later date in the house that happens because we're going to talk about that in baseball when you rest, mm-hmm. hockey when you get the bye. Just think about all this rest and. Yeah, that's a future. Rest and rest. We will, future episode on House of Happens, people. It will come up. But we're we're talking about the immediacy that's happening right now. And the situation is as follows. Someone's going to have to play in the AFC championship game. So are we going to have to hope that maybe Buffalo, Kansas City, or Saint Cincinnati loses? Because then this becomes a mute point.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that could still happen. But I mean, I okay. That's so let's unlikely. take a
0: look at this schedule here. I
1: think it's going to be two of those three teams in the championship game. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So, well, you think the Chargers or Baltimore are going to the uh, the championship game? I don't think. Why so. Why
0: not? I'm on, the, I'm on the Hubert. I'm, on, I'm the Hubert bandwagon. Don't how's, be talking about my Hubert team, guy. Though? I'm just saying. I like Herbert too, but like I the rest love of that Hubert. team
1: doesn't give me much confidence.
0: Well, what if their defense just suddenly shows up? Okay.
1: They got to win two games though to get there. That's the thing. It's not just like one fluke. What's that? They got to win two games to get there though. And That's they may the have
0: to win on the road. And remember, the only time that Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl is that he had to go on the road. Like Justin, uh, Justin Hubert may have to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, sure. it's not that it's it's a possible. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm with uh, I'm with you.
1: Well, if, you would have to go into Kansas City or Buffalo
0: or. It could be that. done. I'm not saying it is. Look at San Francisco went into went into Green Bay last year and stole the game. Yeah. Because remember the 13 and three um, Green Bay Packers sure. never lose at Lambeau and whatever. Except Michael, in the playoffs. Do you know Michael Vick is the first person that ever beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau in a playoff game? Really? Yeah. It was Michael Vick. I did not know that. But in any event, what we're okay. trying to do is, if we want to segue away, we are most significant thing we we want to talk about is the health and safety of one damar hanlon we are so happy for what's going to go on we're just going to get to the point where we got to talk about the realistic situation that's going on in the nfl right now and we should be discussing who we think is going where and why
1: okay so honestly i do not have much hope for my patriots this weekend
0: why are we even bringing them up then
1: (laughs) <laughs> Why are we even bringing them up? Okay, because I, uh, I want to rant a little bit. This team oh, has just been so frustrating to watch all season. Like it's they the way they play offense is like a defensive coordinator okay. would
0: call their plays. Okay, so guess what? Who your guess who your offensive coordinator is? I Two know. defensive coordinators. I know. Okay, so that's only because Belichick's given – his son's got the leash on the his son is basically the defensive, He's the defensive coordinator. His son, right? Yeah. Um. Doesn't New England have one of the best defenses in the league?
1: Hey, they do. The offense has been pooched, though.
0: Okay, so what do you think? You're going to believe Bill Simmons and say Tom Brady will come back for a farewell tour of the no, New England Patriots no, next year? No. Okay, so let's write off the New England Patriots right now. They're not making the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so that leaves us Miami and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh to make the playoffs. Okay, what are you saying?
1: Probably Miami. It's gonna make it in. Okay, uh, they're playing the Jets. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco under center.
0: Okay, so now let's talk about this other issue situation right here. We're going to talk about Demar Hanlon and and the safety of players, which is uh, which is now paramount in the league. Even though this was a fluke of flukes, sure. You know, it's the Chris Pronger injury. Yeah, yeah, it is. You remember that the Chris Pronger and the soccer guy. It was a soccer, soccer guy. guy. Some guy, Dutch player, or something. There's this is the third incident yeah. of this particular. Right. Heart algorithm stoppage because you got hit in between a heartbeat. I don't know. I'm not yeah. a doctor. Okay. So, Pronger went on, and my wife told me this because I said, I don't think he played that long. He played 15 years after this. Yep. I did not know it was that long. I thought it was Yeah, like it happened in the 90s. Yeah, I did not Playoff know Playoff game, too, I Yeah, think I remember down. Yeah, He was in St. Louis, right? Yeah. He was at St. Louis. I remember when he went down because he went down like a rag doll. That was really, really sad, really, really scary. But yeah. he went on. So, we're going to go on there. So, we're talking about um, – the, the Miami Dolphins is here's the Miami Dolphins. Who's starting quarterback for him this week?
1: Oh, uh, Skyler. Was Skyler it, is yeah. starting. Oh, they're Skyler, done. What Skyler? What's his name?
0: Okay, so guess what's going to happen? I'm going to take the New York Jets because guess what? The New York Jets is going to crush them because the New York Jets is another team with a great defense. So you're saying Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh's you know, going to come in the back door by wow. beating Cleveland and the the and Deshaun Watson. The, he's going to beat Deshaun Watson, the womanizer. He's going to send him home till next year. <laughs> Because Deshaun's looked okay in Cleveland, but I mean, you can ex- okay, yeah, but okay. Not, okay, but now look what's going to happen. He's going to have the whole off season. He's going to take all his wide receivers to that womanizer place, and they're going to throw footballs and womanize. And now Cleveland, I'm I'm expecting Cleveland to have uh, will be a which I'm I'm already predicting right now. I think that's going to be the toughest division in football starting next year.
1: The AFC That's start, North.
0: AFC North starting when we start the twenty twenty three NFL season, you heard it here first on the House That Happens, the AFC North will be the toughest division in the league. No doubt. First of all, this Pickens Pickens kid has proven that he's he's could be a solid quarterback coming yeah. in under duress. Now he's gonna come into camp being the number one starter. Tomlin's proved beyond a doubt he's a great coach. Oh yeah. Look at okay, let's go back to week six. Were we talking about Pittsburgh making the the playoffs?
1: No, we were not. Okay, so
0: now if they beat Cleveland, they need, they need everybody, all the other dominoes to fall in yeah, place. Yeah, they
1: need New England and Miami to lose.
0: New England's losing. Straight up. Sorry, bro. No, no. They're no, right I up. Know. DeMar, Demar Hanlon, your boys are winning. Um, One of the things that, before we get away from Demar, um, if I might backtrack for a second, here's the interesting thing that we find out about stuff, okay? All these players do amazing things that we never t- talk about. We hear about when um, Antonio Brown does stuff running around with the cops, okay? We hear about Kyrie Irving when he's dancing with anti-Semitism. We hear about uh, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the face. I had no idea that this kid, whose, whose mother was 16 when he was born, the actual toy drives... and Now, there's a million football players doing this all the time, as Serge has alluded to before the show started. But isn't it amazing that this young man had the gumption or whatever it is what he was doing behind the scenes for kids especially with this toy and stuff blew me away yeah you know what i mean like all we knew he's a six-round pick who worked hard enough to get a starting job in the buffalo bills we had no idea now, and we can't get bring up every players because a lot of players don't want to let it be known what they're doing on sure. that on that level but i just want to commend this young man for the things that he was doing off the field is just blow, blew me out of the water yeah, he's truly one of the good guys. Oh, 100% that. And now we're – which leads us into his health and safety, which is paramount to everything else. Does that mean that Tua Talaga, whatever his name is? Tangavailoa. How do you say his name? I just remember cunnilingus. Can I say that on the air?
1: <laughs> we're going to have to bleep that out. Okay, Tua <laughs> no,
0: Cunnilingus. Con- con- l- l- okay, whatever his name is. They're sitting him out again because he's had two two p- concussions, So we're not going to see him till the next year. So do you really yeah. think that Miami's de- offense, which was – the last time they looked any good was that night against Buffalo, which is the last time that Tua played on mm-hmm. that game in the game where Buffalo and, – and Miami's defense is for real. So I'm thinking that everybody out there, this one time when I bet tomorrow, from the house that happens, I'm believing that the Jets-Miami game, you should bet the under.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially considering who's starting at quarterback for both teams.
0: So can we, we say that? So I, now that we're going to say that, I think that Pittsburgh is going to sneak into the playoffs, which is going to give us this. Oh, if we're going to go back to the AFC. I'm going to have to ask Mr. Milani. To, I can
1: sell name off all my picks. Oh,
0: good. Because we have them right here. Okay. <laughs> so we just want to talk to Mr. Milani about one thing. Two words we want to say. Can I say four words? And we want to say say,
1: about- say it in, uh,
0: as many words as you like. Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson. Oh, buddy, that will be a tarnish on your record going into the house that happens when we start next year. People are going to have to question your credibility right off the bat when you do pre <laughs> well, preseason prognations. Though,
1: here's the thing, though. We the the Broncos offense. Didn't even have to be great for this team to make the playoffs. Exactly. That's it's, the shock. Like that's the part. Like I still like have trouble wrapping my mind around. Or it's like how how did this team get so bad with what they had? Because like okay, they don't have the greatest wide receiver core in the world. But they had but
0: Kirling, Sutton and they had Judy. Yeah, sure. And they had a good exactly. tight end. Ex-
1: exactly. They had
0: their O line. I wasn't saying that their O line was at the front of the thing, but they had a developing O line. But here's what they did: they brought in a. Super Bowl winning quarterback, yep, Russell Wilson, who just tied touchdown passes with as many bathrooms in his house. Is that the line? <laughs> <laughs> Any He's event? He's
1: a strange guy. I think that's where you're going. I'm
0: not going anywhere because I don't know his personal life. I just see him on the field, and I want hey, get the Legion to boom to talk about. Russell Wilson, but we'll get to that on another day. Just get the Legion of Boom. Russell Wilson, Cam Chancellor, Bobby Wagner. Get them boys Richard at that. Sherman. Richard yeah. Sherman. Oh, and get Marshawn Lynch. Get that crew together over a good fatty and see what they got to say about Russell Wilson. But before I digress, okay, he was supposed to be a trail that was going on, a pattern that was going on in the NFL. Correct? Look, yeah. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady, great quarterback, won a Super Bowl, went to Tampa. What happened? He won another one. Matt Stafford, who was considered—is he really great? But he was playing on my beloved Detroit Lions. Yep. He and we're going to get back to Matt Stafford in the Detroit Lions in a few minutes. He went to a team that all they needed was a quarterback to win, and what happened? They won the Super Bowl. So it seemed to be a formula here. Yep. So the another Braves, team was thinking that too. Was that Indianapolis? But they didn't get the quarterback. That was Matt Ryan. Come on, that's Matt Ryan. That wasn't Tom Brady. That he, wasn't he was a Matt's former ever. MVP. Ah, he was. Look, well, how old is he? Come on. Oh, no, there you go. I, I hope Matt Ryan is he starting this Sunday.
1: I think I have no Joe idea. Flacco and
0: Matt Ryan. This could be the end of the road for them. Yeah, they're, they're And God bless Joe Flacco, man. Joe Flacco. We'll, we'll get into quarterbacks and how long they play in just a minute here. So the bottom line is the biggest failure in the NFL this year. Denver oh, it's Bronco. Denver. Yeah. Would the biggest surprise be the Jacksonville Jaguars?
1: I think it has to be. They're right up there. Yeah, you know what? Giants, too. Oh, I don't, I don't the God bless the New York Giants. Giants but we're going to
0: get to the NFC in a second. We're just going to get to the. Oh, you're talking AFC now? NFC yeah, yeah okay. No. I,
1: would say, I would say Jacksonville okay. is the biggest surprise.
0: So, in my prognostications, I had Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, and Kansas City winning their divisions, and I also had Cincinnati making the playoffs. You did. So I did have Cincinnati and Baltimore in, and it appears that both teams are going to. No, Baltimore loses. They both it, clinched. They both clinched, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're both in. The only the only drawback that I made a mistake on, and I didn't give them any credibility at all, was the Jacksonville Jaguars. I never thought they were ready prime time. I just didn't think they had enough. But Trevor Lawrence has definitely blossomed in the last eight games of this year. Who are your three wild cards? My three wild cards were the Indianapolis, the Chargers, and Cincinnati. You had Indianapolis in as a wild card. I had them in as a oh, wild wow. card and I had Tennessee winning the division. Yeah. Now Tennessee could still win the division if they win on Sunday, correct? I don't think they're winning. Though. No, I don't think they're winning either. So, I'm going to I'm going to say that would be my blemish. But then again, you we you had Indianapolis I had them winning the division. You had them winning the division, definitely, which is not and you had Baltimore winning the North, which we both called, yep. but you had Denver and New England. New England? Can still that's make only it. Yeah, that's only because that's a partisan call. So, I'm I not going to the Dolphins in though. I didn't no, think they had Annapolis. No, I, I did. Yeah. I, as I thought Dolphins would. I did. I was speaking highly of the Dolphins, but I, I just hate them anyway. And I just thought that <laughs> in the uniforms. Oh, yeah. And I thought Frank Reich and the Matt Ryan thing. Yeah. It was I thought that, Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought. Oh, maybe, you thought uh, I thought they. Because okay. uh, I thought their defense was enough. And with Jonathan John Davis, Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, I thought they had enough to, to go. Uh, Jacksonville came out of nowhere. No kidding. Okay, they I mean went I thought no it was way. just like you know
1: Trevor Lawrence and a bunch of guys. No, but they you know? had some
0: defense because you got you sure. got to remember they've had a lot of um, top draft picks in the last five years, and these guys are coming to fruition. And you know what? The, defense. They signed
1: uh, Christian Kirk. He's turned out to be a really oh good free agent excellent. For yes, them. no yeah. no
0: doubt about it. That's so. what I'm saying. And um, and maybe they have the right coach. Oh, 100% they do. Doug Peterson? There you go. So, and maybe Philadelphia let them go a little quick, quick, quick but they got Buddy in uh, Philadelphia. Philly, where, Philly looks like they're okay. Though, oh, yeah. So. there was, And he's a good coach. What's his name? Uh, Securian or Shakurian, whatever. Securi, think, yeah. Think, whatever yeah. his name is. But in any event, I'm still going to go with this. I still think that Buffalo, and now that the situation is as follows, I still think it's going to be Buffalo and Kansas City in the championship, in the championship game, because I think Cincinnati's going to have to go to Buffalo first. And whoever the other the, – Buffalo's going to be higher seed, and yeah. I think Kansas City's going to get the revenge. I don't think they're going to beat. I don't think Cincinnati's going to beat Kansas City four times in a row, and all four of those games are one score games. Yep. And they were all close, and I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like flipping well, the coin. Well, right
1: now, like, the Chiefs have the number one seed. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. I thought it. The- Wait, so is what's the Buff- record? What's the ra- Yeah, because They're 13 and 3, Buffalo's 12 and 3, right? Okay, so- but
0: so what happens is is that because Buffalo didn't play on Sunday, if they had a beaten Cincinnati, they would have been the number one seed because they got the they got the advantage because they beat Kansas City. Now, if, the, if Cincinnati had a one, either the, the winner of the game, the winner of the Cincinnati, what what, what would Cincinnati have been 13 and 3, too? Uh, they would have been 12
1: and 4 if they won. Oh, 12 and
0: 4. So they're their game back. Oh, yeah. They're still a game back. Oh, yeah. So that means Kansas City would have moved into the slot. So it was going to be Kansas City or Buffalo after that game. Mm-hmm. But to be, since they didn't play, but Buffalo would have had the tiebreaker because they beat Kansas City in yeah, Kansas City. In the year. And a lot of people are saying, it's not a sign? Because Cincinnati, Kansas City has now been beaten by Buffalo and been beaten by Cincinnati in the same season. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, yeah, but it usually pays out over time. So sure. I'm still going to say it's going to end up being, uh, my call is, and we'll start it before the playoffs start next week. We'll discuss it. But I'm already going to say before our pre-playoff thing, I'm going to say on this show right here right now that I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs will play Buffalo Bills in Indianapolis. That'll be the neutral site. In a dome, makes sense. In a dome. It'll be a dome stadium. And, I, and, and believing before we get to the NFC, I'm believing Why that's Why Indianapolis, out of curiosity? Because that always seems to be the middle America spot. That's where they, okay. have, um, that's where they have the um, Combine. It's true. They That's have true. the Big Ten championship. is always at mm-hmm. Is always at the dome. What else is there? There's three or four things at the dome that are football related because of its central location, right. Mid America, right? And, and where's where's Kansas City? Kansas City's kind of a little less of Mid America, and where's Buffalo, Western New York? Indianapolis yeah. seems to me, and if but if Indy makes playoffs, oh no, no, they're not already they out. They're <laughs> out. So I think I think Indy's going to be the spot. Okay, 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 and it's an AFC game. And you want it in the AFC stadium, so I'm just keep keep adding it up. Sure. Where else would they have it? I'm predicting the neutral side will be Indy. Would that be a good call? You know, you can't bet on that, can you? You can bet on anything else. So, what's uh, your call think, for the what's your call for the AFC championship game?
1: I think it's going to be Bills Chiefs too.
0: Okay, so we're, I don't, we're gonna,
1: I don't really believe in. Well, I mean,
0: I called Kansas City to win the, the Super Bowl before the season started, and I'm sticking with it.
1: That's that's tough, man. I don't know. I want to say Buffalo.
0: I want Buffalo to win. I'm and if, if Buffalo them. and Kansas City are in the AFC Championship game, I will be wearing a Buffalo T-shirt that day. God bless Patrick man. Mahomes, man. I live in Toronto. I oh, was yeah. there for the '90s. I, I still uh, Jim think Kelly's one of my favorite players. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn right. I'm I'm Buffalo all the way. I hope Buffalo wins the world. I mean, I hope Buffalo wins the Super Bowl. But before we talk about Buffalo winning the super bowl we got to take a look at the afc here nfc nfc that's where i think the super bowl
1: winner is going to come from but really yes i do
0: philadelphia
1: no we'll get we'll, we'll talk okay about so that.
0: anyways let's discuss how we went there at the beginning of the season according to oh you boy. you had dallas yeah green bay oh look at you go new <laughs> orleans and san francisco with your wild cards being tampa bay the rams and minnesota
1: Oh my God! I had the Saints win the division. I thought that had, had them as a wild card.
0: Okay, so th- okay, <laughs> oh Let, let's cut to the chase here. I'm so sure. I, I,
1: I've, a few of my playoff picks were right, where they factor in didn't exactly pan out, but
0: okay. So I made a mistake here. What did I write down? Because I can't have Tampa Bay in two spots. Okay, so Uh-oh. I think I made a mistake where that should have been Green Bay. Okay, because I not. I, I think you did have Green Bay I, as a wild card. As, as a wild card, I did not have my Detroit Lions, but we'll get to them in a minute. Okay, so now, let's look at it. You had Dallas to win the division. I had Philly. You had Philly. Philly won. You had Green Bay to win the division. I had Minnesota. (laughs) Okay, so I had the Rams winning the division. Oh, boo. Super Bowl hangover. But you had San Francisco. And you were giving
1: me shit for that back (laughs) when you recorded that episode. (laughs) Yes, I certainly was. I think your line was, what makes you think San Fran can win the division?
0: Exactly. Okay, so here we are now, and they won the division, and I had them, but I did have San Francisco making the playoffs. So I blew that one, but I also had Tampa Bay winning the division, which yep. they did. And you had New Orleans winning the division. And New Orleans winning. And they can still make the playoffs, can no, they? New Orleans they're eliminated. Them. Okay, they're eliminated. Okay, so they're gone. So I also I had New Orleans making the playoffs, but I had Green Bay and San Francisco making. The playoffs okay we were thinking
1: a lot more on the same line when it came to the nfc i think
0: i I agree too because you you did here's one of the things that we did not have on there that i had there which which is surprising you had dallas winning the division but i had didn't even have dallas making the playoffs oh shit that's right let's see i did not have dallas so what did i know so what am i going to say now i still think it's why i didn't have philly making the playoffs oh i did i thought philly was going to win the division and i still think it's going to be philadelphia i think it's going to be philadelphia in the finals. But I really believe it's going to be something really, really crazy. Like, cause we haven't decided who's going to be there. I'm not going to be surprised that Brady sneaks in the back door to get there. But the other person that Ooh, that's going to be
1: tough. Cause they're going to be going up against whoever came second in the NFC East,
0: which is going to be Dallas. If Philly wins, but Philly has to win on Sunday.
1: That's the thing. I'm not too confident in Philly going into this Sunday, especially without uh, Hertz.
0: Hertz is playing. Isn't is he, he playing? He's going to play, definitely. Okay. okay. Which is, a, they're playing back. the New York Giants. They
1: okay. should be able to win.
0: Okay. So here's why I'm saying that they're going to win because New York is going to rest everybody because they got nothing to lose in this game. Now, Giants can't. They can't it. move up. They can't move down. They can't down. move down. So the Giants are in. So what yeah. are they going to do? Are they going to bang around their players? Daniel Jones should be sitting by the second half. <laughs> okay. That's what I believe. I see Saquon Barkley will not get a carry in the second half. So with that being in mind, taking that 13 and a half point spread for the Philadelphia could be good. But guess what? If Philly goes up by 15, 20 points by second half, guess what? The Both teams are going to sit in the yeah, bench it's gonna because be that's the, it's going to be total garbage time. Both teams, no one wants to hurt. Let's go for a beer after the game and let's get going. <laughs> Which leads us to believe, can Dallas beat Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay? Yes. Okay. So before we get there, I got to say something right now that's been on my nerves for quite some time here. Okay. Does the NFL sell stars?
1: Uh, I think they do.
0: Is Aaron Rodgers considered one of the stars? Sure. Okay, so guess what? I got three things to say to Aaron Rodgers right now, and I'm usually not vulgar on the air, but I'm going to say this Aaron Rodgers, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. You know why? They switched the game to They flexed the game on yeah, Sunday, Sunday night. night. Remember when the Green Bay Packers were 4-8? and eight? I thought they were done. I dug the hole. I kicked Aaron Rodgers in there and <laughs> kicked dirt on him. Because you know what? I'm talking. I was sick of Athabasca and running around naked in Peru. And the I'm blue, sick of the- Blue water. Ah, no, they're, they're broken up now, apparently. Up. But oh, he's not going out with the witch no, anymore. No, no. I guess he, got guess she put a spell on him. That's why I took it away the spells <laughs> off. Now Aaron Rodgers going, he's free. You know what pisses me off? They flex that game because it's going to be a Green Bay Packers against Sol. You know what Sol stands for?
1: Same old Lions. Stop
0: it right now! Because <laughs> guess what? Here's what's happening. There's a weird thing. I bet you didn't think about this, did you, my good friend Mr. Milani? And this is why I took in my six game parlay. First of all, Detroit Lions, I want to apologize because this is going to kill you. Last week in that sixth game parlay, you know that sixth game parlay, I won twice. I admit I had five winners. You know what my sixth winner was? I couldn't decide. I took Kansas City instead of Detroit because I was scared. If I had taken my beloved Detroit Lions, I would have won won $2,700, bro. So I'm now taking this because here's what's happening this weekend. In order for the Detroit Lions to make the playoffs, and people, are you listening out there? We're talking Detroit Lions and NFL playoffs. Can I repeat myself? Can I repeat myself? In case you didn't hear me and I'm not stuttering. The Detroit Lions are in line for the playoffs right now. Is everybody listening? So you know what they did? The NFL wanted to give Green, Aaron Rodgers fellatio. So they swept him on Monday night. So Sunday night. So when he beats the Lions, they can say, look at Green Bay. They came back from the dead. And Aaron Rodgers and Atabascus God, Fuck Aaron Rodgers when the Detroit Lions beat their ass. Because nobody's talking about this. Matthew Stafford is starting for the Los Angeles Rams Against the Seattle Seahawks And do you think that our boy Matthew Stafford Wants to beat the Seattle Seahawks?
1: I think he does
0: Oh, he'd do anything to get the Lions in So when, when, when the Rams beat the Seahawks on Sunday afternoon, Matt Stafford, who's one of my five favorite football players of all time, full disclosure, I got to admit, I love you, Matt Stafford, you know it. I'll be, we know wearing a, I'll be wearing a Matt Stafford Detroit Lion jersey during the game Sunday night when we kick Aaron Rodgers in the teeth because he's only getting half a blowjob. <laughs>
1: Is oh, that a Seattle game? Is that in Seattle or in- it's in
0: Seattle? I don't care where it is. Uh. I'm telling you right now. When the Rams beat Seattle, when 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 you know what? When Matthew Stafford has the second greatest game of his life, because he probably had a game with with Megatron that's never going to sure. be attached to right? whatever. <laughs> okay, so what no I'm one's di- talking i talking about. Just, okay, right. So I want to just make sure he has the second best game of his life. If Matthew Stafford has the second best game of his life, the Detroit Lions make the playoffs. They beat Green Bay. Who's gonna want to play Green Bay and who's wanna play Detroit in the first round?
1: I mean, that NFC playoffs is tough. I don't think any of these teams Okay, so Nick, okay,
0: so here's what's gonna happen. Detroit's the last one in, right? They'll be the last one yep. in on the playoffs because the record won't be as good as um
1: Yeah, they'll be playing uh because San Fran, most likely.
0: No, the number one seed will be. No, 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 number one gets a bye. Oh, right. So they'll be yeah. playing San Fran. OG. Oh, gee. OG. Oh, gee.
1: Well, it's I'm not still the gonna, place they, you want to go. I was kind because of, we almost people. <laughs> can
0: still take the number one seed though, or move down. So I, I don't think Keep they're going to. I think Philadelphia's going to win, and they'll comfortably walk in. But here's the crazy thing that we're going to talk about when you think about this: Who wants to play the Detroit Lions? Because people go back to Week One. We had the Philadelphia Eagles on the ropes at home, and we puked that game up. Yeah. If you go back down, okay, that, that's a career ago. That's a galaxy ago. That's a whole generation ago. That's a World Cup ago. Okay, so when, we're, when we're, we just want to realize if the Detroit Lions do make the playoffs. Nobody wants to play them. No. We bite, it, we bite kneecaps. <laughs> we take it out. So we should I be looking Dan at Campbell. it this Oh, I do too. And you know the way we played? I'm going to tell you what, bro. When we were gone away, though, that Carolina loss – Oh,
2: oh that, was, that, that was You know sad. what? I,
0: I, I'm i glad we didn't have a show the next week because I would have smashed something. Like, just think now. If we had a beat in Carolina, we wouldn't be having this discussion. We'd probably be in right now because, you know, Washington wasn't going to go. God bless the Giants coming from nowhere before preseason. Yeah. And um, um Brian, De- what's his name? De- DeBall or whatever. The guy that came, the coordinator, yeah. Josh Allen's right-hand man, went to the Giants and brought them to the playoffs. That should comm- be commendable for any coach. So sure. I'm saying, what are you saying? It's going to be San Francisco, Philadelphia? In the, in
1: the championship, championship game? game,
0: I'm gonna par- I'm gonna pardon until after because we don't know if if Aaron Rodgers, you know what? That's what makes me sick. This guy gets more what? He was 13 and three two years in a row. What puked it up at home? Now he's coming in the back door and what is it? What is he? Moses coming down from the mountain? What is he <laughs> Lazarus? He moves the stone. I'm coming back from the dead.
1: I mean, either way, I think Green Bay is one and done. Even
0: if they make it in the playoffs. I, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not. This is what I'm scared of. This is this stupid thing called momentum in football. And I've been watching football for 50 years. But he'd
1: be going up against the 49ers, though, most likely. The New York
0: Giants came in the back door one day and stole a game from Aaron Rodgers. Eli Manning won a Super Bowl. There's something about momentum and a defense, and a defense has to travel. And remember at the beginning of the season, the Green Bay Packers were supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league, mm-hmm. and it's now just coming to fruition now. So guess what? Am I hoping for the Green Bay Packers? Ah, they're going to get beat by the Lions, and when they get home, I can't wait. I'm going to be the first guy saying, fuck Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to no more swearing on the house that happens. You know what I mean? And that's what we're going to be talking about. But if you want to talk about stuff that's just gone off the rails, before we, uh, we, 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 we'd be remiss if we didn't say, all you football fans, God bless Damar Hanlon. We don't know how this is going to play out with the neutral site. We don't know how much money's lost in gambling, mm. but we're all going to be on in front of our TVs at one o'clock tomorrow. Oh, this is tonight, four o'clock. Tonight, oh, wait a header. just wait a second. You know what? I have not got my picks in yet. I better get out, get out this show pretty quick and, and get my picks in. The game's for, You didn't give again.
1: your NFC picks. Championship game. Who's going to be in there?
0: I'm not saying until I see who wins the Detroit. Oh, Green boo. Bay game. You
1: gave your AFC. No, I got to give your A- way too early NFC picks.
0: Okay, my NFC pick is I think Philadelphia is going to be there, but I think if Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs, I think that he's going to sneak in the back door. Whoa! So, so I'm hoping the so Lions Green Bay beat it. Eagles. I'm, I'm if, if if wow if Green Bay gets in the playoffs, I think that Green Bay is going to scare people.
1: Green Bay would play San Fran. Well, they would play San Fran, and if they win that, they would play the Eagles in the division round. So I'm saying, saying I'm first so if, of all so if, you're, so if you're saying that you're it's going to be that they're going into either like Minnesota or like Tampa or Dallas for the championship game. That could happen. Wow. I I'm don't, telling I, you I, how think they hit. Gonna, I think it's going to be Sanford and Dallas. I
0: think because of the, the 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 uh the Jalen Hurts getting hurt situation until I see him play tomorrow. If he comes out and looks like 100 million bucks, then I'm still saying Philly's there. Philly's got a good defense. What do you remember in the NFL in my 50 years of going? Here's the way to have defense travels and you better have a running game what does green bay have they got a defense and they got those that twin running back aaron jones and dylan you know what i'm saying
1: that's why i'm confident about dallas
0: dallas is frauds so they're gonna blow it again just they like they always so? do. yes come on first of all their defense say you know what if, if they don't get a lead they can't they don't stop to run dallas right. doesn't stop to run and look at their last few games they didn't get the pressure if they don't get to the quarterback they lose yeah. And all you gotta know is in 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 uh, Dak Prescott has won one playoff games. He's one and four in one and four in the playoff games.
1: That's true. But I mean he's got enough of hope... surrounding cast now where
0: he did last year too. And what happened? They couldn't even get a They're better timeout. this year, though. Listen, the two things that I hope in the playoffs after the first round is we don't see Aaron Rodgers or the Dallas Cowboys. That would make me so happy. Now people say, "What? what would or you? the Vikings?" I know you can. uh get rid of them too. I'm I mean, get i know get you're rid not of a
1: big fan of them. No,
0: no, no, no. They're like I'm, they're on my hater list. Top five hater list. Minnesota Vikings, and I like Purple go Giants uh, Wild Card Weekend. I like I like the Giants. So I really hope that the Giants go somewhere. You know, because they
1: could beat. Because I mean, Minnesota has looked a little fraudulent. This season. Defensively. Oh, especially. That's what Offensively, I'm saying. do they have looked good defense? Well, because some games are great. And look
0: at what happened when Green Bay had the chance. Um, the cornerback did the gritty on, on yeah. Justin Jefferson. So, I mean, like. They could be had. I'm not trusting Minnesota at all. Great record. No, no, Hope no. to win a game, but they're going to be gone. But speaking of fraudulent things, I'm going to say I, I haven't picked it. We would be remiss before I get the uh, game, before we get out of here, is we have to talk about the NBA. Yes. And the season that is going on in the NBA. What do you think about the NBA right now?
1: Uh, it's been brutal, <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> a lot a lot of blowouts. It's just been very boring. Like when you have uh, – you know, the bench crew coming in there, the guys at the end of the bench come in, like, when it's still, like, early in the third quarter. You know, you got a garbage product. I haven't been impressed.
0: To tell you the truth, I haven't been either, and when and, and we will be talking about upon further reviews down the, the, the show, and I'll get into that when we get into our hockey show. One of the things I found out about the NBA is I've been finding it more fraudulent every day. The reason being is not only is this load management where you're sitting players down on national televised games, you're not giving any respect to some of the fans in the smaller markets, because it seems to be when these big players go to the Oklahomas, the Minnesotas, they don't play you mean we were we were even baffed here in toronto remember uh when lebron came where was lebron lebron was hanging out with drake he didn't get on the court (laughs) him and davis him and davis both were on the court so what i'm saying is happening here is that somewhere along the line that the nba whose next contract is coming up um with it with the tv uh, the tv contracts coming up and also they're collecting bargaining agreements coming up something has got to shake in the nba I believe, absolutely. I'm saying, like, first of all, you got guys this year. What happened? You've had more 50-point games from players already this season than you did in, say, eight seasons in the 90s or the 2000s. Fred Van
1: Vliet had a 50-point game. Thank you very much. Okay, so. That's unreal. I never thought that would, like, I mean, he's a great, good player, but, like.
0: Okay, what does that tell you? That defense doesn't matter in, in the NBA? And like I'm blaming it on all you millennials. I'm blaming it on your crowd, your people, your generation. It has to go so fast. It has to look like the video game. Everybody's gotta score. Well sometimes you gotta play D, don't you?
1: I agree. Okay, so Three and D, like what, that's the kind of the formula now for winning championships. Got to be a good three-point shooting team. You got to play good defense.
0: I take it. I'll take it one step further. I don't see play defense. It's a make or miss league. We've had this discussion before. It's a total make and miss league. What do you do? You fire up the ball. You miss. The other night, the Raptors against Indiana, they got a nice lead. They were going inside out, and I do believe the teams that are going inside out are going to win. Yep. The highest scoring teams in the paint are the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now the Clippers are a little bit down because they don't get Kawhi a lot, and I'm going to give Kawhi a break on the. Uh, um, load management. I'll get to that in a minute. So when you're talking about the teams that are playing the best defense in the NBA, they're also the teams that are on top of their division. Now here's one that, an anomaly about this, and I got and I and I can't figure this out about the um, Toronto Raptors. Do you know the Toronto Raptors are top ten um, scoring. To, I mean against like, uh, like points the, against. Yes. I think they're ninth or tenth in a 30 team league. That's pretty respectable. Oh by the way, top bottom five in rebounding. Bottom 10 in scoring. Um, so when you combine it, uh, what is it telling you? That the Raptors have the structure of a team that could go forward if they could find a consistent shooter. But I'm saying not, not the shooter. I'm saying it sometimes is the coaching and the selection of the shots. They were banging it inside on Indiana. Oh, just so happens, Indiana's a top five three-point shooting team. Yep. They're not top five in, in uh, defense. They're not no. top five in steals and any of that stuff, but they're top five in three-pointers. So what happens is we get a little inside, Indiana takes a little run. They make three threes. So what do we run down to do? We try to make three threes. We took three shots with with over 15 seconds left on the shot clock. That drives me crazy, Mr. Oh, yeah. Milani. So what we did, we went from a 12-point lead to a down by one in a series of eight possessions. That's so frustrating. It's
1: insane. Yeah, like Nick Nurse, I, I'm going to talk about this on, a, uh, um, on an upon further review that I'm going to come out with soon. Okay. Defensively, I think he's a great coach. Offensively leaves a lot a lot to be desired. Where they're... I can't
0: wait to hear what you got
1: to say. Oh, Continue. Yeah. No, just like they whatever they're like you said, jacking up these shots like way too early in the shot clock. It's wow. like where's where's the ball movement here? You got a bunch of guys who their strength is handling the ball. O. G, good ball handler. Pascal, good ball handler. Scotty Barnes, good, good ball handler. Van yes. Vliet, good ball handler. Gary Trent, good ball handler. But instead, you're trying to play like this kind of like like this kind of ISO style game where you're just like shooting it up, like getting to the top of the key, jacking it up, doesn't go in. Oops. Then you're, like, you're running back on defense. It's just going to hurt you more defensively. There could be a better defensive team if it wasn't for all this nonsense, too. Oh,
0: oh, I agree with that, too, because you're giving them extra possessions. And not only that, the other night against Indiana when we lost the game, what happened? Indiana ran down, and they, which I say that must drive their coach crazy, too, because what did they start doing? They started jacking threes to try to catch up quicker. Yeah. Just so happened that when you make those threes, you can catch up. If you don't make those threes, you go down by 30. That's the NBA, make or missed. It drives me crazy, but I'm saying if you work from inside, outside, like why is it that the Milwaukee Bucks, oh, and also uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you get the Cleveland Cavaliers, Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Celtics, Memphis Grizzlies, and the LA Clippers, the top scoring teams in the paint. The paint. And, and they're also the top scoring team, uh, or top of their divisions in the NBA. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what, what I'm happening is, first of all, there has to be, there is probably a little bit of a premium on defense because the Miami Heat, who can't score, but they're still in the playoffs because their defense is one of the top in the league. Oh, yeah. So you still have to respect defense. Sure. You know what I mean? It- I'm, I'm saying, is it, is it the way Toronto plays defense? Is it the way Minnesota plays defense? Because Minnesota's looking like the Toronto of the West ever since they lost Taves. Yeah. Or Carl Anthony, yeah whatever, yeah, whatever his name, Carl Anthony. He went down. And they seemed to, like, I noticed them, they're a bit of a defensive team, too. But here's a team that's a great anomaly about the NBA, and I think they're going to go further. And that's the New York Knicks, who beat us last night. Yes. Do you see that they're game? They're
1: starting to put together.
0: Did you see that game was what, 112, 110? Yeah. Okay, so what that's telling you is that that's a, in, in this NBA, that's a defensive game.
1: <laughs> it, that's that true. was a
0: defensive battle. And it was a defensive battle because there was a lot of infighting. In the paint between the Raptors, because they're built the same way. Yeah. I think if you have eight great wing guys, you should win because you'd be able to bang the boards. I don't understand why Toronto's not a better rebounding team.
1: I, I don't get that either.
0: You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're good are def- They're loaded defensive. with wings. That's what I'm saying. And, they, and it's not showing up in the win column. It's not showing up in the rebounding column. And their shooting percentages are horrible oh you know, that's
1: the worst thing of all
0: you know what I mean their shooting percentages just blow me out of the water I'm like what are you guys doing and part of it is is jacking them up early in the count and do we really who, who is a great shooter on on they the don't dri- have one thank you very much yeah like I, I
1: don't know what kind of play this like who who's benefiting from this i I really don't get the the logic here from the coaching staff it's it's really frustrating
0: extremely frustrating because I think that we should be better in the ranks we won 48 games last year
1: Yes. Okay,
0: and we basically have the same lineup, the same yeah. players which you mean a step a year a year forward should be a year better?
1: Yes. Mind you our big acquisition to come off the bench has not really been healthy all year, but
0: Thaddeus. Well, oh, his, no, I'm out of order. Yeah, that, he that played, that's he played true. Eight games, that's right? true. That, that that and he would be he would be a significant difference inside outside because he can shoot the short range yeah. and he can sh- he can hit the three
1: and that's been a big problem with this team like besides precious and Boucher like which of those guys on the bench belongs in a playoff rotation
0: mm, none of them have earned it exactly you know I think Malaki Flynn has been trying to show up what uh, is he he's trying- hot and cold though oh that's there's times problem. where it's like I think Gary Trent's hot and cold
1: Sure. No, but like Malachi Flynn, like half the time, like it, it's like, oh man, this guy's like, why doesn't get this guy get more playing time? And then their half is like, oh my god, why isn't this guy? That's on the
0: bench? why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the great. It's an enigma, especially with him because he he plays some defense. But what I'm really thinking about is when you get to the top of the teams. And we're getting to the top of the teams, and we're, we're, we're discussing this, and we discussed early in the teams who are going to be there. I really think that the surprise, and I don't want to talk about them anymore because we'll put the Lakers to the side, and I think that the Memphis Grizzlies are a serious threat this year. Oh, yes. But we cannot ignore the fact that if we're going to talk about every day you watch a sports show, who are the MVP candidates? Who are the MVP candidates? If we don't start talking about Kevin Durant again, then we've been missing out on something weird that's gone on in the NBA this year. <laughs> and that's the rise of the New York Knicks. Nets. Nets, yeah. The Brooklyn Nets. The wow. Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I'm saying, yeah, sorry. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If you go back to a previous two or three shows, he was one of the teams, I think, if, you, if we're going to check the tape, I, Cruz, said that. I did believe that the New York Nets, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets, would have it by all-star break, which they are. I really thought that they would be, after all this anti-Semitic stuff, firing Steve mm-hmm. Nash, uh, Ben Simmons not wanting to make a shot. I said, they have shooters on this team. They have um, Harris, Toby Harris. they got Seth Curry. They've got, um, what's the other kid's name? The young kid that's been coming off the bench. He's been playing. He was a high draft pick. I forget his name. I'll get you the next show. And if they've got Kyrie, Durant, and Simmons. They play some defense. Yeah. Well, why, they've been playing Simmons at center, and that's
1: been a win. Oh,
0: that, that, that is. Because who's a real center? Every center is a hybrid now.
1: Yeah, basically. Uh, okay,
0: and, and and Ben Simmons can go out and defend on the perimeter. Yep. So when he chases down the three point guys, um uh Durant is a is a better, I think, perimeter defender than he is a paint defender, even oh, though he's hundred percent seven footer. So when you when you look at that factor, the Nets won twelve games in a row. Last time I checked, they're the second best record in the. Uh,
1: That's correct. Second se- best record in the uh, the Eastern Conference. Just a, just a game back of Boston.
0: Just a game back, and Boston I think is going to be fine. They're too solid as a team. They're going to. You know what happens? You get in the dog days in the NBA. Well, they
1: they got the best points differential in the league. Too, oh, then so.
0: there you go. And and uh, Memphis doesn't have that because Memphis just scores up and down so much. But I think Memphis is a they big got, team.
1: they they actually have the second best point differential.
0: They're the, the league? second, are yeah. they? Yeah. And they play some defense. They're just an amazing team, and they're deep. Oh yeah. They're one of the, I think one of the deepest team of the team because they can sit things down. But one of the teams I'm going to tell you right now, I believe, is a fraud, is the Dallas Mavericks and and Luka Doncic. Okay, he's he's a top rated MVP candidate right now. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. They play ugly basketball. If he doesn't make shots, they don't win. And notice what they've been going at him lately, ever since he scored that, that crazy game, what was it, 60-20-20? Yeah. Which is just a phenomenal achievement in the history of basketball. I'm not going to take that away from the guy. But I'm going to tell you this. Jalen Brunson was more valuable to that team than they realized, and just asked the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Okay? For, sure. For starters. Number two is this. When you don't move the ball around, you don't win. Okay, so Doncic has won some games single-handedly doing that uh, triple-double thing he does and his presence and enough guys at their score that they're beating dumb teams or bad teams. Now that he's going up, when he goes up against the Memphises and he goes up against the Denvers and he goes up even against the Sacramento's of the team and the New Orleans Pelicans that would keep Zion in the lineup or a threat. They were number one team in the league for, for a cup of coffee at least in the west they were the number in the one West, yeah that yeah. yeah they're in the west they, they actually hit the number they were number one team in western conference thing but i don't think they're going to be there unless they're still two games back and i still think they can but they got to get Ingram and Zion on the floor at the same time they barely 100%. get those and even though they're 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 a little bit deeper if you look at them they're they're one to eight rotation oh, yeah. they're a little bit deeper but i'm not, i'm saying right now i don't i don't think the Dallas they were the, they went to the conference championship last year yeah I do not believe they'll get past second round this year. Really? I heard it here first, as of the first week in January. Dallas Mavericks. If they get past, if they they're going to beat somebody in the first round. Maybe not. What if the fourth, fifth is them against Sacramento?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a, that's kind of a coin flip, I would say.
0: Uh, I I'm I'm looking at it this way. I'm thinking that Dallas does not play enough defense. They don't rotate the ball good enough. To me, that's just my personal opinion. We got a lot. It all of,
1: depends on how uh, Luca's going, though. If he's well, like, you can't win going, with
0: one guy. That's my point. And Luca's—they
1: uh, might be able to go on a run with you him. You know what I
0: think about Luca? Lucas reminds me of my mother in the in the lessons I learned in life. And one of them is, you got nothing good to say. <laughs> that's what I feel about Luca. But I, I, I think he may be the most talented offensive performer in the NBA as we speak. I think he's going to win MVP. Uh, I don't think so. I think coming down really? the street. No, because I think when you're when it's going to rise up, and Kevin Durant is going to be up there, and 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 okay, say Dallas is in sixth place or seventh place. Okay, let's look at that now, realistically. Okay, let's look at this realistically. Right now, what are the Mavericks? They're the fourth best, right? Sure. They may they might stay there due to the fact that what are the other teams are doing? Look at the Phoenix Suns. Oh, man, have they tumbled down the standings? Okay, and I think Dallas is going to join them in a matter of time. Really? I still think that the, the Sacramento and, and Portland, those teams are still going to be on the rise. And if you just look at it, I always judge things by really? this. Portland?
1: I, I don't believe in that team that much. I think they, they're going to be a playing team.
0: Okay, so let's look at it this way. And here's one of my favorite analytics. Notice I said analytics. Yeah, I, Did you, I, said, I said my favorite. So, this is analytics, but I look at the loss column. You can't get back oh, yeah. on losses, okay? Right now, the Dallas Mavericks have 17 losses. The Portland Trailblazers have 19. That's only two loss differences, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. The Western Conference is tight. Oh, you're damn From right. Like it's like one to, 1 to 13. No, oh, it's, it's insane.
0: Tight. It's insane, okay? So, when you look at it like that, I'm going to say that I believe that the Mavericks have more room to fall down than rise up due to the okay. make of their team and the way that they play. I mean, you look at their schedule. First of all, what you got to do is are they, you got to try to be 500 on the road. Look at all the teams at the top of their division. They're 500 on the road. D- Dallas isn't even close. Sacramento, 9 and 9 on the road. Portland Trail Blazers. Okay, they're 10 and 13. That's still under, but that's Dallas is 7 and 4 games under 500 on the road and I think it's only going to get worse.
1: They kill it at home, though.
0: Oh, but you got to look at if you look at them both divisions, look at Nuggets 10 and 10, Grizzlies 10 and 10, Pelicans, they could be a little bit better. The Kings are 9 and 9 on the road, and look at the Kings are in fifth place, which you never would have thought of. Let's go to the other side Celtics winning record on the road, Nets winning record on the road, the Bucks 9 and 9. The Knicks, 12-8 and eight on the shocking. road. Look that, at that. They're so better you, on the road
1: than they are at but, but home. <laughs> they,
0: so they'll, get, they'll get even better. So I'm seeing the New York Knicks as a team that will not be in the play-in. I think they're going to be on the rise. You know what I mean? Because sure. I think the 76ers are going to run out of gas unless Tyrese Maxey comes back sooner.
2: Because
0: mm. he's not back yeah. yet, and he and he will be there. So as we were seeing in the NBA, as what we talked about at the beginning of the year. Who did you like at the beginning of the year?
1: What from like a conference standpoint? Conference
0: standpoint. We all we all talk Boston.
1: Yep. Uh, I think I had Milwaukee as my number one team in the East. I had
0: not, I had Milwaukee too, and I also had, I had Milwaukee. Cleveland was my big thing, and I'm saying that, but I did say, and I got to go back and find that that episode. I'm going to track it down. What I said, I said if those big three come together, that I do believe I said that the the uh, Brooklyn Nets could make the conference finals, and I'm still betting on that now because Kevin Durant's on a mission. Yeah. You know what I I, mean? I was kind of writing them off at the beginning of the year. I, I mean, I, I knew thought they'd... they were a mess, especially when that Kyrie bullshit came up. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. and and then who was going to coach, and were they going to bring the guy from Boston? And Kevin Durant mm-hmm. said, "I still want out of town." And Steve, look at ultimately what happened from the summer. Steve Nash is gone. Yep, that was that was one of the the big yeah the big point is some something's got to shake here when Durant sat down. Now, did Durant Can't fire all the players? Okay, so this is Durant, right? Is Durant right now? What, to get rid of Nash? And he said, Jock Vaughn's our boy. They I mean, won 12 in a row. Are they one game out? I Look mean, was Steve,
1: Steve Nash, was he really like a X's and O's guy? I
0: think that he will be better, that this run is going to be good for him. He's, he's, his basketball IQ is through the roof. He didn't yes. win two NBA champ, uh, uh, MVPs for nothing.
1: You can't teach that, though. What's that? You can't teach that. You can't coach that.
0: No, but, he, he, but uh, um, I, I agree with that. But he, he can coach, Um, what would you say, positioning, defense. He knows that he can run plays. He can draw shit. I think that he, he can do it. You don't think I you mean, can teach? Okay, so uh, on that note, you could you could be correct. Shaq's not a coach. Jordan's not a coach. No. Gretzky's not a coach. Guy Lafleur never coached. Okay. Gretzky was
1: a coach, but not a now, good
0: one. No, because you know Gretzky's problem with coaching, he says, "Why can't you do that?" Because we're because <laughs> we're not Gretzky.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was Gretzky. That's kind of the Steve Nash problem in a way, don't you think? Maybe. That sometimes just like intuition in the moment, you can't teach that.
0: No, you know? oh, okay. I, I, like I,
1: situational I, awareness, I guess I should phrase that as. But you, can't you can. Teach that. But
0: you. But you're. But you but shouldn't you be able to put your your player in the best position to react to that.
1: You can try, but I mean, I don't think. I, I don't know. I don't think Nash is a coach. Like, what what have we seen from him in the past that would tell us that he would be a good basketball coach?
0: Um, the fact that he got a bunch of bums to the conference championship. That's a couple different. than He did
1: as a player. I'm talking okay. as a co- like. Was he done like coach wise?
0: Well, I always heard from um, Rick Carlisle. Was he the coach in Dallas for a while when they won the yeah, championship? Yeah. He did not want to lose in the uh, – when, when Cuban let um, uh, Steve Nash go to Phoenix. Yes. He did not want him to go because he said that he was like a coach on the floor. That's from Rick Carlisle, so mm. I'll give him a lot of credence. That could just
1: be tire pumping, though.
0: It could also be like what you are saying. Like, you you've made an interesting point there about uh, situational – Awareness. and yeah. And uh, intuity in the, the – um, having that in the moment greatness that doesn't come with every player you know what i mean but mm-hmm. then again steve nash never went to a final even though he should have there you amari steyrmeyer the great fight year and they got thrown out and they lost the game and they ended up losing the playoffs that's another story but um i'm, I'm just saying uh, that's too far off the record steve nash for giving you maybe i'm giving you too much credit but i'm saying the brooklyn nets are going to be in the conference championship Okay. I don't care who they play, what they do. Now they now who are they gonna run into? If they run into a Boston team, I think that's a team that could get or a Milwaukee team. Because what I think is I think the whole league is sleeping on Milwaukee.
1: If they're if they go into the playoffs healthy, that could be a dangerous thing.
0: Well, that's the whole thing. And look at the Bucs now. They're twenty five and fourteen. That only puts them two losses behind mm-hmm. the Celtics and they gotta play the Celtics two or three more times. So that could change the whole look at that. If you know sure. what I mean. But the number one thing that I'm going to say before we get out of here on our basketball note is we're going to have a trade deadline in about six weeks. And since we are the house that happens, and since we are sponsored by Shuey's Bar and Grill, and since we are out of Toronto, Ontario, does that make the Raptors sellers or buyers at the trade deadline? Oh, I think they're sellers. Really? Yeah. Okay, so who do we keep? Who's, who is the only, who, who would we not trade on this roster?
1: Uh, my only three untouchables. are. You have three? I have three untouchables.
0: On the Toronto Raptors? Yes. I'm Let not, me hear him.
1: I'm not trading Pascal. I'm not trading OG, and I'm not trading Scotty Barnes.
0: I'm keeping OG, and I'm keeping um, OG and Scotty Barnes, yes. Pascal, I, I'm, a, I'm a— I don't think you can make a good trade for him now. That's the problem. Why? Because he's went up too much?
1: Oh, well, I mean, like, just think about the situation that the team's in. It's they're, They'd be selling at the deadline. You're not getting anything better for him. This is a guy who I think has still got a little bit of, like, you know. Oh,
0: he's got a huge shelf life.
1: Exactly. Why? So why would we trade him, like, a, for a bunch of, like, picks and prospects and a couple bench guys then? That doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm going to tell you why. I want a first-round draft choice for him. Whatever. That's automatically. I want a first-round draft. But who's draft. to
1: say that's gonna, that player is going to be better than him? And you got to wait, like, three, four years for this guy to develop. That doesn't
0: make sense. I'm going to tell you why. Pascal Siakam is a robin. He's not a Batman. That's fine. Hold on, Tim. We can we can trade him later. Who we're we're gonna get back Batman? My position right now, and I've been saying it for a long time, and it's driving everybody crazy. I think the best player on this team is OG. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm saying I think he's more valuable. First of all, what what I, I I'm gonna to say to OG is this: he takes some shots early in the shot clock. He pushes he it sometimes. Not as much as and Scotty. Scotty's got to shoot more. Here's what I'm saying: Scotty should shoot more, and and OG. Move the ball around more because OG and and Scotty and Pascal and Fred Van Fleet and anybody else on floor they're they're lockdown defenders. That's a crazy ass bunch of defenders. What they get into Trent's trouble.
1: Trent's
0: good defender too. Ah, oh, God, uh, he's, he's up there and uh, steals. That's because the other he. I'm not going to say nothing. I hope we trade him. I'm going to package. Yeah, up. I th- I think I think he's gone. Okay, so let's go around the league. Let's go this. Hey Oklahoma, you have way too many draft <laughs> picks. So what we're going to do to you is we're going to give you Pascal and um who did I just say? We're going to give you Pascal and um and Pascal and Trent who, and Trent and you give us Ja Ja Whatever. No,
1: they're it, not trading him. Get out of not? here. Why not? Why? Why? Because that's him? the future of your franchise. He's top five in scoring. They're not trading him. Okay, that, but they, they got, got all the other him. draft
0: trucks. They got to chat and "Victor, will, will wanna be next year?" So they can't have two Batmans, can they?
1: I mean, hey, you're you're not even guaranteed him. And get, Oklahoma
0: City is going to be fighting for the play-in. If too, we get. So. At, Listen. If we get SAG, he's Canadian. He's from freaking Brampton. I he? think that's a little. I think that's a pipe dream. Um. Okay. We'll give him something else too. We'll give him one more. <laughs> what? Why can't we get him? Oh, I'm like, stop oh, go it. You know what I'm saying. I'm no, just saying. No. This is. Like, you know what? I'm I really- think you hold
1: P- Pascal Siakam and kind of make him our DeRozan. You know, trade him for the, that guy later. Trade him for Kawhi later. You know.
0: Si- Siakam's 28, though, isn't he? 27, 28. Yeah. I want to get rid of him before he's 30. If you're gonna get rid of him. I think that he's no, really come you gotta around.
1: Be, you got to be afraid of making a trade just for the sake of making a trade, though. I no. d- now's not the right time. Now's not the right time.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll concede that point for the moment only because Pascal's having an all star year. Okay, but I'm still saying that I'm not sure. I think one of the other problems is the Fred Van Fleet issue. Gambling on himself has affected the dressing room a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think that's your big issue is whether or not, because the way things are going, I'm willing to bet that he's going to take that player option. He's going to take that last year of his contract. Then he's going to use that as like the bet on himself. But I mean, with Fred, the way things are going, I think you got to have an exit strategy with him.
0: Okay. So I'm going to put it this way. Why don't we just keep him going now? I heard Fred Van Fleet is the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. What may please from all, I mean, uh, uh, Raptors fans everywhere. Everyone gives him a bad rap. People, either people love him or they hate him. The bottom line is he is a floor general he's not afraid to take a three and he can play defense so i think that if we were to get rid of fred van fleet for the next two years we'll be looking for a fred van fleet because for That's a while what I'm we have fred van fleet and we had kyle lowry which was just the like, the, oh, yeah, we, the, we can't find a compliment for uh Fred Van Fleet now. Like, um, we got a point forward in Scotty Barnes, we got a point forward in OG, we got a point forward in Pascal, but all three of those guys are really forwards, forwards yeah. you know. Okay, so when you try to bring Gary Trent back in, I don't think he's as strong defensively, and Makai Flynn is not ready for prime time.
1: No, he may never be.
0: <laughs> well. We, we could talk about this all day. It's just that we're going to let you know that at the house that happens is in the 22-23 seasons, uh, please tune in for our hockey show, which will be coming up after this, due to the fact that... But we're the, doing it all in one. Are we? Yeah. This is even better. <laughs> So let's continue on. Yes. Okay, so now that we're here, um, he's our producer and our director, and sometimes I don't pay attention. Let's move on because one of the other things under further review is we have to talk about what's going on in the NHL because my bang for the buck is the NHL has been a far superior product to the NBA.
1: Oh, 100% The season. Tighter games, more action, more excitement.
0: Uh, we haven't had the blowouts that we've had, even though my beloved Montreal Canadians have uh, definitely been adding to the blowout factor, I would say, in the last thing. And, of course, we're at the House of Habs, and, and even, even at the House that Happens, not the House that Habs. I'd get shot if she was here from Shuey's Bar and Grill. No, he would like that. We are in Toronto. It's just that we do keep tabs on the Habs. So here's how much tabs we're going to keep on them. We're going to talk about them next week. How is that? Let's talk about the rest of the league oh, you right want, now. You don't
1: want to talk about uh, their uh, their uh, tumble down the standings.
0: I hope that we're not going to be talking about Montreal in context of uh the uh, Connor Bedard sweepstakes. However, I would do that hard for Bedard. Oh,
1: that's that's what, that, what I'm calling it.
0: That, well, I could say that too, but I would say <laughs> this: Do you think this is a realistic possibility that we could take? We're going to have three first-round picks. Florida keeps falling. That's what I'm hoping. Florida mm-hmm. keep on falling because that's going to mean. Not only that, Florida is going to have a lottery pick. Montreal is going to have a lottery pick. Okay. Now, after we win the lottery, we don't win the lottery, right? So why don't we package? Do you think someone would be, say, a Chicago Blackhawks, for example? We do a package. We also have the first round pick of Calgary.
1: In two years. It's two years. I thought t- we had In 2025, show. you have Calgary's pick.
0: I thought we had it now.
1: Oh, oh my God. I'm on I'm, I'm cap friendly. There's like a paragraph of conditions here with that pick. Oh, is there? So don't we have three first-round picks this year? It's uh, According to Cat Friendly, it's just Montreal and Florida's picks
0: you have. Oh, I thought we had one more. Or oh, we have two second-rounders? Is that what it is? Three seconds, I oh, believe. Oh, three seconds. Okay. So now let's talk. Oh, no, sorry. Never mind.
1: You do not. Three-fourths. So uh, no, no, it, not nearly never, as. we uh, get there. However, I'm thinking. We got two first, though.
0: I thought we had two first. So maybe we could take that one in there for later. Because I'm saying that we were going to get the Connor Bedard, but I don't think anyone's going to trade because you get the opportunity for that guy. But can I say one thing about him right now, as great as he is? I'm scared about his size. So that he's only 5'10"? Yeah, I'm scared about his size. He doesn't look as thick as Crosby. Crosby's only 5'10", right? Yeah.
1: Who's? Who, but who, how did Crosby look at... At 18, though. He, he looked, was he was still pretty skinny, too.
0: Oh, no. I thought he looked a little bigger. He was a little thicker. I don't know. I'm not going to knock this kid because he's a smaller he's man's game
1: now, so that's something uh, to consider, I'm not, too.
0: If you get nailed in the middle of the ice, you're still going to go down like any other freaking tree branch. If you can branch. catch him. you catch him. No, I'm, I'm not going to knock. Let's stop it right now, Cruz. I'm not saying anything. I just think he's going to be a generational player. There's no doubt in my mind. Yes. His skill level is way, way too high, which is also tells you this much, though. Did we take the right move by taking Solonsky over Shane Wright? I think we definitely made Montreal, made the right decision there. But this is not a show to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. What we're really here to talk about is this is 22-23 season. And if the board season started, and I'm not saying this because there's no way I'm on this bandwagon or have anything to do with these guys. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to come around and really start saying the truth is that I'm going to stick by it that I think that the if Toronto Maple Leafs win the first round of the playoffs are going to the conference finals.
1: Whoa.
0: I'm going to say that right now. I'm gonna You say, think they're being Tampa this year? They gotta beat Tampa, and you know what? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, okay, listen. Okay, anybody that knows me, I have no Leaf love. I have no Leaf hate either. I don't hate the Leafs. Let's get that straight. Am I sitting down and cheering for them? No. You know, am I gonna get up when it's the seventh game of the playoffs and they're playing Tampa in the game? Am I gonna lose any sleep? No. Okay, you know what I mean. Do I care about their goaltending situation? No. Okay, but why am I saying this? Number one, they they roll four lines. They skate as good as anybody in the league. Yep. I think their biggest question mark is who's going to be their number one goalie going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a big deal because it's kind of been like a they both been, been playing in well. Anyways. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, Sam Snob had a, a, a shaky game, and they go, "Oh my God, has he hit a wall? What wall?" The guys have been playing solid. They I, gotta stay I, I healthy. I think that's
1: more in the defense recently. Like they looked a little out of sorts. What your like, defense? Yeah, ever since like not ever since
0: they brought Riley back. back to, no, it started before uh, that. It started no, before no, that. No, 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 no. no, it talk did start Riley. before that. Let's talk about Riley. My my second favorite Leaf. Yeah. Did you notice that? Did you notice that since Riley's been back?
1: It actually started before he came back. No, if which game? Okay, how many?
0: Okay, okay. Let's go ahead. Give give me, defend the guy. How many games is he back? Back.
1: It's been like a couple, two or three.
0: Three. Lost two. Yeah. Small sample size. <laughs> Small sample by, size. By, by, by the way, how many goals they give up in those games? A lot. That Riley's, oh, a lot. really? Really? How
1: about the few games before he came back, they gave up a okay, lot too? They,
0: no, no. They, they they gave up the one. Uh, what game was it? Um, they only gave up five goals once. They've given up five goals twice since he's been back. Is it, uh, I'm ju- just, 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 just saying. Let's go back. Okay, let me just hit. I'm going to do this properly because I'm the guy defending the Maple Leafs, which I can't believe I'm doing. Like that's, I just must have lost my mind. You know what I'm saying? Smoking too much weed. I don't know. Let's go back. I here. think
1: they got to change up the defensive pairs. To which way? I would put Lilligren with Riley, top pair.
0: No, I think they should leave Lilligren with... Um, Sandin? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who you're going to put with Riley because I'm telling you this. The guy is a great skater. Yeah. He don't hit nothing. He don't hit nothing. He's a big boy. So what I'm saying is that I've noticed a little more two three-on-ones have come back. Oh, no. You, you watch the games. I'm watching the games. Did you notice that? Tell me I'm lying. What did I say when I Well, Riley? I didn't
1: watch too much of the Seattle game the other night. I was Why? Up, I had my eyes on the Girlfriend juniors. over? Oh, yeah. The, the juniors.
0: Get two screens. Get two screens. <laughs> Come on. Well, the, the
1: way the, that game was going, I wasn't too eager to watch. the I thought, that night you know anyways. what? I thought that was
0: the game up that you went out the night before, and you had a great poker game, and the hoes were over, and you just stayed up a little bit too late. You thought you were ready for the game, but by the time you get out there, three nothing. Oh, gee, what happened? That's what I mean. And that's good. Those are a bunch of games that you have during the, the year. But I'm trying to pull up the stats here. Okay, their last ten games at least are five four and one and that's why they didn't close the gap on the Bruins because the Bruins are 70 oh, and three they're not catching the Bruins why not I hate those guys more so they should be worried about shouldn't they be worried about whether or not so how does a playoffs work again the top three teams in each division automatically make it right
1: yep and then the last then the number four spots are basically determined by wild cards
0: okay so thats so there's so that means six teams are automatically in yeah but then there's two wild cards, right? Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay, I got it. So now let's see what's going to go on here. So, what I think is th- where the system is kind of whacked, in my humble opinion, is the second and third place teams automatically got to play each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because, I, I don't like that system either. No, that, no, because it should just be one through eight like it used to be.
0: Exactly. And I think they're going to go back there because if the Tampa Bay is going to be the third year in a row,
1: second year in a row, Toronto, Tampa.
0: But didn't they play two years ago? No, no, that's right. Because they the, made it, that was the Toronto Montreal. Yeah. yeah, that was beautiful. Um, yeah. Okay, but <laughs> okay. Well, that, I'm just speaking to the fact that because yeah, Corey
1: Perry took out Tavares,
0: dirty fuck. That was not a dirty play. Tavares should have had his head up. Even though I will, I will agree with you 100 percent that the difference, the difference in Tavares. I don't think that I think Montreal Toronto would have won that series with oh, yeah. with, with them in there. Okay, so let's just look at the Toronto Maple Leafs lately. Okay, since Riley's been back. The guy, my second favorite Toronto Maple Leafs. Let, okay, he came back. If I believe back, he came back against the Capitals, didn't he? Capitals. I think he I think came so. back against the Capitals. So that's one, two, three, four games that they have played, okay? Since he's come back. Or is it against the Flyers he came back?
1: I think it was against the Flyers. Let me check that quickly. Okay, so
0: he's only, He's now played three games since they've been back. Oh, the last four games, Okay. Let's just check because before that, you can't say they were giving up the goals because what are you talking about? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bury Riley even further. Okay, before they played, they lost to the New York Islanders 3-2. That's a tight game, but only got two goals. They beat Minnesota, great game in Minnesota, 4-3. They only gave up three goals. Then they played the Red Wings. They only gave up two goals. Then they played the Lightning. They lost 4-3, but that was a tight game. Then the next two games, shit teams. No, the Kings aren't. The LA Kings, I think, are one of the surprises in the NHL this year, to me personally. But they beat the Kings five nothing. Then they beat the Ducks seven nothing. So I guess their chests were blown out. Because let's see what happens the next few games. They give up five to the Capitals. They beat Philadelphia so late.
1: And Riley's first game back was against the Coyotes, not against the Capitals. Oh, then
0: oh, so they've only given up eleven goals since he's been back. Okay. <laughs> Oh, correct me. I made a mistake. They've only given up 12 goals since he's been back. Buddy,
1: I, that's these, not aren't the team, these aren't powerhouses.
0: These aren't powerhouses. The whole coyotes. team looked
1: bad, though. You can't just oh, work that Riley. It.
0: He's your defenseman. He, does he score a goal yet?
1: He has not. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a defenseman's main job.
0: Wait a second here. We're going to have the Riley discussion all year. I'm telling you now, I think he's a liability.
1: No way. <laughs> liability?
0: I'm just saying... Okay, let's just say now. Okay, between now and the next time I see you, they only play once all week. The Leafs. Wow.
1: Is it like their bye week or something?
0: I don't know, but they play they play tonight, then they don't play till Wednesday. Then they no, don't. they play tomorrow night too. What?
1: Detroit and then Philly tomorrow.
0: How that Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah. Then they're okay. back
1: Wednesday against. Uh, oh, and then, Thursday. then it's okay. Wednesday oh, Thursday. Back. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm only looking at one side of the schedule. Okay, so that's gonna say the Leafs are gonna play. One, two, three, four games before I see you, before we do another show. Yeah. I will be nice to Riley till those four games are up, but, and nothing good comes after but. I'm still saying they pay more pawn hockey when he's out there. Look at the Seattle game. He got caught up the ice three or four times. Rushing. And you know what? You know what the really weird thing, and here's where I think the dichotomy changes is. He headmans the puck, and he gets in on the rush. So that that excites Nylander. That mm. excites Murner. That excites Austin Matthews, who, by the way, I'm continuing to say, is playing the best hockey I've ever seen of his career. Matthews? Matthews. Okay. He's playing very, very good, and I think he's made Nylander a little bit tougher because in saying on the line.
1: Nylander's but, arguably been the best player on the team this year. You think so? Oh, yeah. He's been fantastic. He's- I think he's been
0: great, too. I'm not going to die. I still say... The reason I'm saying Austin Matthews is because I'm talking about... The um,
1: like way he does defensively.
0: Exactly. That's that's what he's really impressed me. And knocking guys out. Like, mm-hmm. a couple games, he was the guy that cleared the guy in front of the net. You know, you like he'd be yeah. up at the blue line waiting for the pass. A couple times, his man, he took his man out so he didn't get the mm-hmm. rebound shot. Like, I've noticed that about him, which I wouldn't have said about him two years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? So, a- a- as a steady... As steady thing. he's plus 10. Your favorite stat. He's plus 10. Where is uh my it is 100%. I don't understand why John Tavares is minus
1: 5. Uh yeah. a
0: plus 14 though, isn't well, he? Well, cuz he's playing with Matthews. Well, so they're both pluses, but uh, Murners, Murners plus 10.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That, maybe cuz the, the What's
0: bunting? Bunting's plus 12, isn't he?
1: Yeah, because he plays with Matthews, right? So
0: Yeah, so he's on the line too. But then again, um, uh, all those guys, those Kerfoot and Camp, and all those guys are pluses. Check them. Yeah, they're I'm all pretty now. They're all pretty well plus forwards. All the forwards on the leaves are pretty well. I think there's one other guy that's a minus. But it just puzzles me, even though, does that mean that, because you're a minus. So Tavares does play the second penalty kill unit. And he's been out nah. there for those goals a couple times. Yeah, but you don't get. Uh, you get a minus for it, don't you? Nope. So why is he minus five? That's I don't know. That's a that's a, a five weird, on five thing. Definitely, and the Leafs' uh, um, goal differential is one of the best in the league.
1: Yeah. So the only minus players in the Leafs are Tavares, Riley, and Aston Reese.
0: Oh really? Riley's in there? I'm shocked. I'm shocked. My, Riley, thank, thank you. You know what? I didn't even call Johnny well, well, Tavares, is, Tavares he, is
1: out of minus five, so he's got to be bad to then two. Is he on the line. ice? He
0: must be on the ice with Riley. <laughs> That's what I figure. He's on the ice with Riley. Oh I'm telling you right now. Come on, man. Let's not. Let's. Not, you know what? I I like all those guys. And they sent Timmins down, didn't they? Is, is Timmins in the bench? No,
1: I thought he's. No, he's still up. I think still, there's but, talk they might play tomorrow night against Philly because he was playing back-to-back. some solid hockey. You know,
0: actually, I think the Toronto Maple Leafs, when you think about it, they should be quite happy because they got eight guys that can play defense right now. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So and two of them, I would them, say nine.
1: If you put Jordy Ben in that, mix. there you go. Yeah. That's what
0: I'm saying. So they can rotate guys in, which is going to be great for the playoffs. So you're dead,
1: hundred percent. And
0: you know what I mean. And, and like I that said, that Connor Timmins trade
1: that looks like uh, oh, that looks good. We trade Curtis Douglas to Arizona. Like who cares?
0: Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it's looking solid for you guys. And and another thing is is that I think another thing is like now there should be no more talk about Sheldon Keefe's job. Oh, definitely not. You know what I mean? Remember that little, like those Elliot Freeman little tidbits <laughs> on the middle of the air where I'm going, holy shit, Elliot, you got to fire the guy? But <laughs> this goes to prove another thing. No, Mr. Mulaney, look at this. When you go and you talk about things that are happening at the 10 or 20 game point of any season, it should just, we were all talking garbly gook. We we're just talking yeah. about opinions and what we were saying. We didn't have a big enough sample size. Like, to me, I'm saying right now, I'm saying one of the teams that could come out of the East is the Carolina Hurricanes. You're These saying g- to go
1: to the finals, right? To the right? finals.
0: I'm really – like, I watched them. One of the best games I've seen recently was Carolina and Jersey. Like, Jersey's kind of hit the hit a little bump in the road. Yeah. But I think they're solid enough that they're going to stay where they are.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to stay in that top three in the uh, Oh, Definitely. The
0: I I do, too.
1: Carolina, though, they've really surged up the standings. But you know
0: why? It it goes in this. One of the things that I was looking at, uh, curiously at looking at numbers, which is you might think that I'm weird about this. I started looking at shots on goal. Who has the most shots on goal? What's your goals against average? And your goal differential. Now – you're going to tell me, Cruz, you suddenly become an analytic guy? No, 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 no. These are just straight up hard facts. If you go back, it's the same thing when I was talking about those MBA guys. Analytics are
1: hard facts, but anyways.
0: So they are hard facts, I guess, in a weird way. But I mean, let's discuss this. I'm going to go to the Michael Irwin School of Analytics. He said it best, even though he's a football guy. He goes, listen, I want to put all that information in my back pocket. I want all that info. I do. I'm not going to ignore that information in my back pocket. However... When it's the last six or seven minutes of a game, I'm going to defer to the emotions of the game. People forget that. That's why we watch the game. That's what's in line. You know what I mean? Like when Donovan Mitchell scored 70 the other night in that game, you had to let him go because he was hotter than a freaking poker. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in the middle of the game, and that was a close game, they needed his shots to pull it off. So I'm saying that... What I noticed about Sheldon Keefe, and he did it in a couple of games, they didn't get it there, but if you go back to those games, I think it was the Minnesota games, and that is, he shortened the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nylander yeah. was, it seemed like Nylander or Mariner were out there every other shift because the dynamics of the game said, we're not going to worry about how much lactose concentration Got into yeah, their yeah. blood on that shift. We're going to go with these guys feel hot right now, put them out there. So what I'm getting at is I'm not ignoring the analytics. I'm going to take these three numbers. Goals against average, goal differentials, and shots on goal. I mean shots against. I think it's more when you have those three lines and you're in the top five, you're going to go to the conference finals. That's an old Scotty Bowman mm-hmm. thing, by the way, that started in the 70s. Scotty Bowman said the first thing we're going to do is we want to win the Vesna. As soon as we win the Vesna, then we're going to be ready for the playoffs. Right. Which, Which is saying what? Defense wins, correct? Yep. You know what I mean? How do you defend your boy Riley now? <laughs> do you think I'm picking on him? I think you are picking on him. Riley, let's go for a beer. You know, we'll discuss it. But the numbers are starting to show it there. And I'm saying, like, when you look at the Leafs' other numbers, like, they're one of the top – they they're top – not top five, but they're top ten goals against average – Uh, I think they might even be better than that. Let's see. They're up there, and they got two golders, which is really surprising because most teams are riding one goalie. But I think them in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, they have the sixth best? Six, yeah. They're top
0: ten. They're almost top five. Yeah. And they got two goalies going for them, and I think I'm going there. What's Minnesota? Minnesota in the top ten, too, aren't they? Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Wild. Yeah, they're
1: they're like right. Oh, they're actually, like, just ahead of the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. they're
0: top five. And look at them. They, they're the only team that's using two goaltenders. Yeah. Like, if you check, like, most of the guys have, like, like what is it? Murray has 30 starts or 20 starts, and they most of the time the other guys got 15. Yeah,
1: Samsonov's got, like, a few more than...
0: Uh, but it's almost 50-50, Samsonov isn't it?
1: Samsonov started 15. Oh, they each started 15. Oh, they both
0: started 15. Yeah. Okay, I think that's the only... Which is another thing that bodes well for the Leafs, because they're, like, what? top Top five team in the league... And they've got two starting goaltenders that have split evenly and their top five goals against average, which goes back to my original premise is play those defensemen that are going to play that with that back checking winger, which Toronto was doing on that surge that got them up to where they are. And they brought back Riley and they're playing pawn hockey and gave up 12 goals. End of story. (laughs) 12 goals, bro. Don't you think that's on the coach, though? I was just giving the guy credos for
1: being a good coach. But, but you got to be fair. If, if, like, one guy coming back changes up your whole dynamics,
0: like... Okay, so what's going to say at this is if if Toronto gives up more than four goals to the Leafs tonight...
1: To, to the Red Wings. To the
0: ahead. Red Wings tonight. Is this an issue? Looking I mean, at the
1: scores? It, it. I mean, it depends how long this goes. If this continues for, like, another, like, beyond, like, another week or two, then, Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's get this straight. You told me. What, what's the big difference? You said you said that you saw a little bit of seepage before Riley came back. Yeah. Where? They had two shutouts.
1: What do you mean? They shut
0: out Anaheim. They shut I'm not, out I'm LA. talking at, about, I'm talking about after
1: game. those games. I'm talking about after those okay, games. Okay, after
0: those games, they got Philadelphia. They yeah. won 4-3. They lost to Arizona. Shit team. And they lost to uh, Seattle. Seattle, I think, is a fraudulent team, too. I'm, I'm I think not, so, too. I, I don't think they're going to be there at the end. Like I think they've beaten great right teams at well, the Well, right look time. at the
1: game before Riley came back. It was the 5-4 overtime game in St. Louis. Horrible defense played. Both the, teams. The yep. game game against the Flyers too. I don't think. I think the Leafs got away with one there just because they played against a crap team.
0: I think that they they, they didn't mail it in, but they thought they <laughs> had the, the game won before the game started, yeah. and they had to go rabbit in the hair. But the rabbit did win this this time. You know. I, know I
1: I think this is just a little bit of like a mid season like kind of dog days.
0: Oh, I, I am. I'm not. I'm not going to say that. I'm not. I, I will. I will definitely take that to the bank with you. Because I'm really believing this time. And and, and once again, all those are listening to the house that happens, I am not a Toronto Maple Leaf fan. But I am betting on them to make it to the conference finals, especially if Riley scores more than two goals for the rest of the season. <laughs> that offensive juggernaut that he is. And don't tell me anything is about him being, oh, he's a defenseman, he doesn't have to score.
1: He's, he's a facilitator. That's his role on the team, though.
0: Okay, so as we are here, before we end our hockey show, there should be a couple of little things we should bring up. If we were talking about MVP candidates, who do you, who do you consider? Oh, McDavid. Going away, so we just end the conversation right there? I would. Okay, so I'm going to say that too. I don't think too. it's
1: really close between him and anyone else.
0: Okay, well, okay, here's my problem. I've been watching Edmonton a lot. Look at Edmonton in the standings, bro. Look at them. They're, they are a wild card team.
1: Oh, yeah, they and, and
0: And guess what? Do you think that Colorado is going to stay out of the picture this long? I think Colorado has four games in hand to start.
1: They have three games in hand on Edmonton, and they're two points back. Yeah. And
0: they're two points back, right? And the opportunity that they're going to win two or three of those, and suddenly that makes Edmonton get out. So if Edmonton is fighting for a playoff spot, and you've got the best team in the in the galaxy playing hockey, does that make him MVP? Why doesn't he get that? Doesn't he shouldn't get that? Lester Pearson, or what's that?
1: Oh, it's uh, the Ted Lindsay. Now, is
0: that what it's called? the The players' MVP. The players' yeah, MVP. Ted Lindsay. Give him that. Yeah, give him that. See, so give that because I think Five. he's given it every year. Give him that. But when you're talking about MVP. You got to talk about a team that's carrying your team to the top. So, from my point of view, I don't see anybody that's the clear-cut guy. I'm, Definitely finding, not. I'm 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 finding that the NHL, a lot of the teams, I think it's because of the tight salary cap, are building like um like you're moving the whole battleship. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're not you don't have a speedboat, you got you're moving a battleship. And in so doing, you have two or three significant players that um they're going to make you go forward so that if one of the guys goes down like if, if McDavid goes down on on Edmonton knock wood. I didn't say that but say something happened that Connor McDavid missed say 8 games yeah they're missing the playoffs Is That what you think Yeah <laughs> So you got <laughs> They're already hanging on by a thread crew So you're so now so how do we give him MVP
1: That's not on you can't decide like how good your team is he just happens to play for a not very good team. Then you should be able he's to carry shoulder. your team
0: further. Oh, he's head and shoulders. But I, I don't miss him. I, we had this discussion of if, yeah. if McDavid, if he's going to the washroom, I'm seeing how he sharpened his skates. The guy, you know what? Personally, I think he's one of the most dynamic players in sports. Oh,
1: 100 percent. Right
0: now, that we don't talk about. Like, I mean, like when you're talking about like a Ja Morant, yeah. or a Patrick Mahomes, or a Messi. Like I'm saying, McDavid is one of those guys. He's just too good. You know what I mean? mean, Maybe he's too good that the guys on his line can't keep up with him. I don't know. But I'm saying that in the days, Sidney Crosby, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Steve Iserman, um, what's the guy in Chicago, Jonathan Taves, all of those guys found a way to get their teams to... Somewhere. Where is he? What's the first? Did he get to a conference finals?
1: Yeah, last year.
0: Okay, last year. He got the conference finals. That's as far as he's gotten. This is what? He is now 25 years old?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's not on him, though, that, like, his GM has not been able to surround him with good talent, right? Look at that team's defense. Look at their goaltending. Come on.
0: Greatest free agent acquisition of the 2022 season is, no, I'm just joking. Hey, Mr. Campbell, how's your new house in Edmonton? You know what I mean? I there heard yeah. you're eating at some fancy restaurants. How come you're not playing as much as that Skinner guy?
1: <laughs> in any event... Know, there's, there's a lot of things wrong with that team, especially on the back end. But
0: We're going to get that in the future. But in any event, here's what I'm saying right now. I want to make sure that people in 2023, I have not changed. And one of the things I've not changed is the fact that I'm the best hater on the planet. And I want to say it one more time. I hate pedophiles. I hate terrorists. I hate the Boston Bruins. I hate the fact that they won the outdoor game against Pittsburgh. And I hope that all those long beard, vermin looking Marshawn guys go nowhere. Got it?
1: (laughs) I can be in favor of that. And uh, I guess one last thing before we go. Big shout out to Canada winning the World Juniors first time they've won back to back since 0809 connor badard just Blew everyone away, I think, especially with that winner in the semifinal. Oh well, that that be that should be a
0: highlight film every time they do the commercials for the juniors are going up. Um, that that goal will be there. I think that we had two or three other guys that looked good, that Gunther kid or whatever his name was was good. Oh,
1: great heads up play on that winning goal. Oh,
0: undoubtedly he's looking really good. I thought the fact that we did know who was going to be a goaltender to start the series and and Milich yeah. He, he was as solid as it's going to get. I'm not saying he was the best goalie in the tournament, but he, he was, was good enough. He was good enough for us to win it all. I also want to point one thing out there that um, people should not underestimate. Oh, we always win the gold. Well, we, we, I've heard people, oh, we just won the gold. Oh, we just won the gold. Okay. This is why we are like the Brazil, soccer, Canada, hockey. We care about the junior tournament. Yes. Okay, and they say I heard I see a little meme on it. All the countries in red that care about the, who wins the world juniors and our country was the only one colored. You know what I thought about that? I thought all those losers should go to hell because I admire winning. Yes. And I admire great sportsmanship and I couldn't go away as the the moment of the year to me and I want to put it out to McCarr how do you say his name on, on I always screw up his name on the Colorado Cal um, McCarr. Cal McCarr greatest thing in sports this year was when he waved to the referee that that was not a penalty and you've seen it on the replay it was not a penalty yeah i thought that was the greatest show of sportsmanship i have seen in possibly i can't even remember considering all the derogatory things that we see that go on in sports today you know what i'm saying oh yeah god bless him, and keeping tabs on the habs come on guys win tonight please give me a break can I do one more shout-out for Demar? Of course. Please. We want to see you. We can't wait to see the football on Sunday. We, we're cheering for your health. People forget. Think about the humanitarian things. Do not think about the monetary things because money doesn't get you happiness. What goes on inside the lines really does. You know what I'm saying there?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. completely agree.
0: Hi, my name is Cruz. And I'm Andrew Milani. Thanks for listening to The House That Happens. Come on back, week. We got things coming bigger and better. We're out of here.